everyone to uh, our bonus stream of honor and intrigue. Um, just give us a couple of minutes. Christian is not here. So uh, I am running our stream and I just want to make sure everything is working correctly. Kent, can you tell if we have audio? We did have audio, yes. Okay, cool, awesome, great. Then I guess we'll just get started. Um, hi everyone again. Welcome to our bonus stream um, for DMs After Dark. Uh, we This is the first time actually we've ever had an outside DM uh, DM for us. Um, yes, uh, we usually like to keep it in-house. We don't usually open it up too much, but Chris Gretkowski, is that, hopefully that's how you say your name. Say from, yes, from Basic Action Games, the creator of Honor and Intrigue. Um, reached out to us to DM a special one shot for their Kickstarter. And so we're so excited. If you haven't checked it out already, we played on our entry, gosh, a couple months ago. It was the very first full campaign series that I ran for DMs After Dark. And we are so excited to have him today. So yeah, Bashman, if you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about Honor and Intrigue and the game we're playing today. All right, so Honor and Intrigue is designed uh, to be a simple swashbuckling RPG. It is built on the same uh, core resolution mechanic as the Barbarians of Lemuria RPG system, but it's been designed specific for swashbuckling, especially um, emulating swashbuckling duels and the tropes of swashbuckling movies, the action and romance and stuff of that genre. It's essentially my love letter to the swashbuckling genre. Yeah, and, and I was gonna. Um, I wanted to mention really quickly mm-hmm. when I picked Honor and Intrigue, I had no idea. I had never played Honor mm-hmm. and Intrigue before, and I had like researched. I knew I wanted to play a pirate game. That mm-hmm. that's the only thing I knew is that I wanted to run a pirate game. And Honor and Intrigue came out as the best system to run a pirate game in, and so that's how I found your game. That was what I tried to design it to be. So I'm glad that it did that. Yeah, um, and it definitely reads like you were saying, like a love letter to. To I, I watch a I watch stacks of DVDs doing research for that book, <laughs> but uh, this uh, Kickstarter is for a different book that is a companion to Honor and Intrigue. But if you don't have Honor and Intrigue yet, you can also get it as well on the Kickstarter. You can either do it as an add-on or you can get them both at once. Uh, and this um, is the Tome of Intriguing Options. And the Tome of Intriguing Options uh, began as a series of supplements called the Intriguing Options series, uh, where the first one was just different campaign options and random story ideas and stuff you could throw in. The second one was called Blasters and Intrigue, which was doing it in a science fiction setting because people said, wait, could the sword fighting system for modern intrigue work with with laser swords? I'm like, oh, you bet it can. And we could take the ship to ship mechanics and make them be spaceships. Oh, yes. Yes, we can do that. So uh, then we have non-human characters and spells and spell casters as the other ones. There was another supplement called the Duelist Guide that all of the rules from that are also going to be in the tome. And it's all full color and it's all going to be in one book. Uh, it is also having some additional stuff on in addition to what the supplements had. So uh, there's e- extra vehicles, extra... Uh, extra uh, high-tech gadgets, extra um, uh, magic items, uh, a, a number of additional optional rules for like if you want to make your campaign like a grittier style campaign, you can do it. Uh, so 
yeah, it's 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 essentially everything that's in the intriguing options series and the duelist guide plus more. It's got more than a dozen extra dueling styles and so on in there. So that's awesome. Yeah, and hopefully we're dropping a link to the Kickstarter mm -hmm. in chat. Um, yeah, if you want to check it out, definitely check it out yeah. there. And we'll definitely post it with our YouTube and across our social media. Yeah. And, and the, the non-human character section has over fifty PC ancestries you can play, and we're talking not just fantasy but science fiction, robots, and stuff, aliens too. And the spells, the spell section has over one hundred and forty spells, so it's not like it's not tiny. <laughs> Yeah, the spell system is, I think, the new thing for me that yeah. uh, I'll have to learn. It's yeah. very it's very different from the magic system that was in Honor and Intrigue, where that's like more hermetic magic from his history that people actually believed in, like uh, potions and, and um, alchemy and astrology mm -hmm. and stuff. This is like dungeon fantasy type magic or or psionics and things like that that have been added on there. So all right so our what do we do next are we ready to begin or? yeah so i also wanted to introduce in addition to um having a guest G gm we also have a guest player today so this is chris this is actually a member of kent amber and mine's home group uh chris has played DD with us for actually longer than me chris is ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like since no, high like, school, since I was like 16, I've been playing. Yeah, <laughs> a good 20 years. Yeah. I would say 20 years yet. It, oh, it, it's over 20. It's, it's close. Yeah. It's like been playing a long time. Yeah. But we We're, are very yeah. excited to have him here with us today. And thank you so much for, for joining in for Honor and Intrigue. We think this will be the perfect kind of game for you as well. Um, so half of us have already played honor and intrigue but it was a long time ago and half of us have never played this game system at all so maybe if you want to walk through some of the basics okay so the core resolution mechanic is uh you're going to roll normally 2d6 and you will add to that a quality that's what this game calls attributes might daring savvy and flair um and you'll add that if you're in combat, you'll add it to one of your combat abilities, brawl, melee, ranged, or defense. If you're not in combat, you will add it to one of your four careers. All right. The careers take the place of a skill system in this game. So instead of find traps, pick locks, climb walls, hear noise, right? There's just thief. All right. And you would add thief to everything that you do that a thief can do. All right. So if you're rolling to sneak, I'd say roll savvy plus thief if you're rolling to climb a wall i'd say roll might plus thief if you're trying to um intimidate a, just another street gang roll daring plus thief right and so run on. from the right. cops exactly <laughs> you try to run from the police roll daring plus thief to like parkour across the, the rooftop or something like that exactly right and the object is to get a nine or better difficulties instead of being like just a higher target number is just subtracted from your role so it's always you have to try and just get over a nine but if it's a tricky role we're going to have it be at minus one if it's tough it's minus four and so on so all the way up to minus six so all right all right all right so that's the core resolution mechanic uh we also have there is a meta currency in the game called fortune points 
the way those work is if you before you roll dice, you can spend a fortune point to roll an additional die. Right, this is called a bonus die. You roll three dice and you throw out the lowest one. Okay, some of your characters might have something called boons that on occasion give them a third die. Sometimes you could choose to spend the fortune point and roll four dice, keep two, right? And just kick out the two lowest. Um, conversely, uh, sometimes some of your characters have flaws that might mean that you get a penalty die where you would roll three dice and kick out the highest, all right? Uh, if you roll two ones, that is called a calamitous failure, or it, it triggers a possible calamitous failure. If your character's bonus is so high that they would have succeeded even though they rolled snake eyes, then it's just a regular failure. But if you would have failed because in spite of the fact it's a calamitous failure, which is a crit fail, all right? Something really bad can happen to you. Uh, if, if you're casting a spell, for instance, and you roll a calamitous failure, you get to roll on the spell, the spell calamity table. Right, but um, if you roll two sixes, if you get box cars, that is called a mighty success. Assuming that you would have succeeded in spite of the fact that you rolled two sixes, uh, that is called box cars. Box cars is two sixes on two d six. Gotcha. I I, I thought that was a well. I thought that was a well known expression. Yeah, snake eyes is two ones. Box cars is two sixes. Makes sense. The game doesn't use those <laughs> phrases. That's just, yeah. More anyway, common, yeah. Maybe it's a West Coast thing. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. But, I didn't hear the term "dirty 20 until like two years ago. I've been playing yeah, yeah. RPGs we, for we, like. We, we <laughs> use that expression all the time when, when, yeah. when we, we're playing Honor and Intrigue. We're using the optional rule for using two D10 because we're running a long campaign, and uh-huh. that one is like, oh, I got a dirty 19 or I got a dirty 20 or something like that when people are yeah. running. Yeah. Yeah. But because we're doing a one shot, we're using the d6s. Uh, it's a uh, faster, uh, faster, quicker resolution for a shorter game. Anyway, um, all right, I think I covered the gist of how the system works. And so we can tell more about it as we go on. Okay. okay. All right. Got it. So, all right. So I'm going to just have us begin if, if we're ready. Or did we have any questions? Ready to rock. Or... Yeah, okay. I think we're good. Did did anyone have questions on their character? No? I think we're good. Uh, I think I'm good. All right. You awaken with blurry vision and a pounding headache. Looking around, you see three walls of reddish stone and a set of iron bars before you. You're wearing plain, rough-spun clothing. You have no idea how you got here, but you appear to be in some sort of prison. You do not recognize your cellmates, but you are surprised to discover that you all seem to speak the same language. In time, you hear bootsteps and the sound of whirring machinery. A burly guard with two automatons enters and demands you sit at the back of the cell so that you may be fettered before you begin your labors in the mines. All right, so why don't you guys go ahead and take turns describing your characters? All right, and some stuff could have transpired before before the guard showing up. So if you want to say something to each other or something before that, that's fine. Uh, why don't we start with uh, uh, Kent? I am uh, I'm playing a uh, synthoid commando who I've named Shen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 
generic looking dude, synthoid, uh, just mass made carbon copies of. What is a synthoid? A synthetic human. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. A, yeah, like a clone. Artificially or, created. Or, 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 or yeah. biological, like a a biological robot. Eyes shut. A replicant. A replicant. <laughs> do, do we like recognize you as a like, Westworld host? <laughs> yeah. Is it like one of those times where like we can look at you and just say you're human, or do we kind of know that there's something off about you that we know you're like a city? Uh yeah, you can I, I look just human. Uh yeah. And whatnot, but he's plain looking dude, probably uh, well, depending on uh, from where you're from, I guess I would I wouldn't be plain, but uh, plain uh, like brown hair, uh, brown eyes, just average build, nothing really. GI Joe looking dude. <laughs> nothing really too descript about him, but like you could tell he was he's like built to fight. Hmm. Okay. All right, and uh, Jess. Um, I do not look like a plain looking dude. Um, I am playing a Lunarian psionicist uh, named Paloma. Uh, she looks very kind of alien in nature, almost like no hair whatsoever, a little bit gray, very, very frail frame, um, very long and tall. And she's just kind of sitting very quietly. Um, her head is kind of a little bit pushed back and she's just kind of sitting quietly in the corner. It almost looks like she's always meditating, but she speaks very slowly and calmly. Um, but yeah. she, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, continue. Oh, I was just going to say, do you have any physical features like antenna or anything like that? Or Oh, yes, I do. I have antenna. Um, they're also kind of gray in nature. But they just kind of stick out in the in the front they're probably the only thing that moves um quicker and probably more than she does she moves very slowly but her antenna are kind of always very important are they stock antenna or like feathery ones like a moth oh uh, very important detail <laughs> they were stock but i kind of like feathery i'm going to change to feathery yeah they're yes. going to be <laughs> yes right. yes and so then we have uh, Amber. Hi, I'm Amber, and I'm playing Amber, <laughs> the the human paladin. Um, she's a tall, kind of a uh, athletic-looking statuesque woman. She has like tanned, like sun bronze skin and really luminous golden hair, um, and like bright, almost gemstone-like amber eyes, like a Shira esque. Yes. All right. Um, and she is not pleased to be here <laughs> and and already plotting and determining an escape. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, Chris. So my character is, I'm not sure that I'd be in this world, but essentially is essentially based on a dark elf. So dark skin silverish hair but there is something different about this one still has pointed ears but there's almost like a silverish quality to the eyes and Mm. almost like the skin is a bit scalish compared Mm. to a normal like normal yeah scalier skin with a sheen a sheen to it that more more so than most yeah so it's like yeah so i would say like almost like a silver eyes almost glittery hair yeah so it sounds almost as if we have two science fiction-y characters and two fantasy characters kind of 
all in the same cell. All right. So did you guys want to interact with each other at all before guards show up, or are you going to just wait for guards to show up? Hmm. I don't know who any of these people are. We'll wait for them to say something first. I will check on the most crippled looking individual in this cell. So whoever is the most huddled <laughs> and or injured looking. <laughs> I mean, is anybody like, were we beaten or like, were we on it? No. Like, do we all seem like we all, so we all look fine. You you are in good health. Uh, phys- physically, you are in good health. Like if, if there was something physically wrong with you, it has been treated. Uh, although you, you can't tell that you don't, rec- you don't have any recollection of being injured recently. These are not the clothes that I came in, though. They are definitely not. Yes. These are very plain clothes, aren't they? <laughs> Look down at the rough spun clothes and say, we have been robbed. <laughs> this, this, yeah. this, 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 is, this does not match. Yeah. And, and it's, it's they, they, well, they do match. They all match each other. Uh, they, they're basically jumpsuits that are gray. They're like gray jumpsuits that oh. you're all wearing. But, but of rough spun cloth. Hmm. Do any of you remember how we got here? Or how each of us got here? I just remember getting separated from my uh, troop and then here I am. Do we see anything around like we're outside of the, the jail or is it enclosed? Uh, it's a, there's a hallway. Uh, so the, you see on the other side of the bars from you is a, a hallway about I want to say 10 feet wide um, and it, it's made out of the same red stone as your cell uh, on the other side of the bars. Do we see other cells? You do not see other cells. You, for some reason, see you are, your cell, by the way, is quite large. It's uh, like 30 by 30 feet. It oh. is not a small cell. We're not chained up. No, you're not chained. You are yet. not chained up. <laughs> you, you're is not chained a- up. You, you have free reign of, the, of this room. Is it a clean cell? It is clean. Uh, there is very, I, I, I guess to say, I guess sparse Spartan bearing, uh, Spartan bedding in in here. So there's like some mattresses and things, but like uh, they're like real thin, like made out of straw or something. So is there any food or water? Uh, no. Uh, you there is no food or water in here. Um. But you also aren't hungry or thirsty. Hmm. It's as if, as if you had been fed prior to coming coming to. Can I tell what the gravity is like on the planet? Oh, you certainly can. It is bone crushing. Cool. Uh, it is horrible here. Uh, your your lunarian frame does not enjoy this this planet and it's 0.09 g or it's 0.9 g so yeah so the planet has like it's it's within one tenth of earth gravity uh but for you that is just awful like you 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 can move around and stuff but you're at you have your your the effects of your flaw uh can you tell can you tell people what that flaw is please oh uh the flaw i have is because I'm starborn, because yes. I'm a Lunarian, um, I was born in a very gravity light home. Um, so when I'm on another planet that has a higher level of gravity, it kind of just slows and weighs me down. And it, it also sickens me. 
Yeah. So you have gravity sickness right now, or, or I, th- I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, ground sickness. Yes. Yeah. So you, you, you are not feeling well because of it. Um, so yeah, the, uh, other than that, uh, every one of the rest of you is feeling fine, but yeah, the, the, the Lunarian is don't show it <laughs> a little, you, you are being stoic and trying to hide it. Go ahead and give me, uh, I'm going to say might, uh, mm-hmm. and your careers. Can you remind hey, me what those are, please? Uh, I am a scholar, mystic, psionicist, and detective. I think mystic. Actually, why don't we call it flair instead of might? So roll okay. me a flair and uh, mystic. So remind me again for the careers. Those are numbers that I add. So I would roll mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 4D. No. It's, uh, no, no. You you always roll 2D6 roll a, unless you I have always a bonus flat die numbers you Plus flair plus mystic. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, so I got a five plus four, so nine. That is just a success. Hey. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are you are ad- managing ably to hide your discomfort through the meditative tra- techniques that you learned uh, as a mystic. So um, you you are able to grin and bear it, uh, and then the guard is coming into the room. Um, what let's see um our uh let's see who's most likely actually actually paloma is probably the most likely person to have an understanding of what this guard is uh it is a a um humanoid uh species called ketra that are starfarers themselves um but to uh but to amber and um Seamus, you see a hobgoblin uh, le- uh coming in along with these automatons right so although this hobgoblin is much more well Kempt than what you're used to uh, on your own world, but uh, yeah, it is a hobgoblin leading these guards, uh, or leading these guard bots, I should say. Like, get against the wall. Quietly observe with my. I will get against the wall. Yeah, it's all right. The far, the far wall. Uh, now you notice that uh, he is wearing on his hip. He has some sort of uh, short baton-like device hanging from his belt. Um, so uh, it might see it might be some sort of weapon that he has. Uh, he also has a, he has a second one. There are two of them. One of them is longer than the other. So he's two like sort of baton things hanging from his belt, and he is currently reaching towards the short one. The f- get against the far wall, and I don't want any tricks. Right. I will also turn around and head toward the far wall, but I will glance at however many of my compatriots whose eyes I can meet and give them a little eyebrow quirk and smirk. <laughs> yeah. So there's he. It's him and the two uh, guard bots. Uh, the the robots also are carrying weapons. They are the longer, um, they're they're the longer of the um, 
batons that they have. Right. So is anyone not going up against the far wall of the cell? Uh, I will walk my way towards it and sprain my ankle. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll me a flare. And what are your careers? <laughs> so my career is that Sky Pirate? Uh, you have, yeah, you have, so on your four. Oh, there it is. Charlatan. Uh, that would be the scoundrel. one. That, that, yeah, no, scouts. you got it in one. You got it on the first guess. <laughs> first one, Charlotte. <laughs> All right. So, what? Uh, go ahead and do me a uh, roll. Me a flare plus charlatan. Also, do you have any? What what boons do you have? Could you remind me? Uh, silver tongue. Whenever you try to lie, con, fast talks, otherwise deceive somebody. I think this counts. So roll three d six. Take the two highest dice and add your charlatan to flare to the result so i rolled six one one and so you would throw out one of the ones so six one and what, what i'm adding to again uh your flare plus your charlatan flare plus six two so nine all right <laughs> all right a, a, a nine let's see well <laughs> A nine is a success. Um, <laughs> He's falling so, and he can't get up. Oh, see what's wrong with him. Oh, my, good lord. They said... The I'm infirmary, not used to these. The infirmary said that they'd be these ones would be ready. This one clearly is not. Go and get him and, cle and get bring him back to the infirmary. All right, so the... Uh, he... The, the uh, little baton that he has on his hip, he pushes, pushes a button on it, and a long, crackling uh, energy whip kind of descends from it. And he tells the, the robots to go into the room. Uh, but he is there ready with the whip in case anyone tries anything funny. And they, the, the robots are kind of rolling their way towards you. They have uh, little wheels on their feet. Right, and they're rolling their way towards you to drag you away. Mm. Be careful, young robots. Watch I step. am going to turn around with my hands up and out and say, "I, I am a healer. I can, I can tend to him," which is not a lie. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can. He, let he me. Says, we we have an infirmary for that. You get back to your space. He's in pain. I don't care. <laughs> I wail. Um, <laughs> you wail. What was that? You, you wail in, in pain. <laughs> All right. I also, I have not, I also have not moved. I might have cracked a smile a little bit at one of my companion's weird antics, but I am sitting. Um, oh, you didn't go back towards the wall. I did not move back towards the wall. I am uh, sitting. He, he cracks the whip over your head. And says, I said to get back. What? Uh, he's going to whip me. That's what he can do. He's going to whip me. Damn. Uh, okay. Uh, I will slowly, very slowly... Um, as if it is difficult to stand, which it actually kind of is. Um, mm -hmm. 
just just very 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 slowly and gracefully just make my way standing up and okay. very slowly head that okay. way can okay. i send a telepathic message to Seamus to see if he can find a way out of here map a way out of here uh or, you, you have the i think you have a boon what is it natural telepath yes he, they have to be able to um they have to be able to they have to willingly accept the message but so you you're basically knocking and asking permission to enter with a yes. psychic thing right now yes uh so Seamus are you accepting the charges you don't know what's happening to be fair so 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 wait how are you knocking in my brain what do you mean it's like a <laughs> yeah but is it like uh, it's like a it? <laughs> can i be like outside like who is it You're like i'm naked don't come in <laughs> I, like, I imagine I'm it's probably just a voice in your head that you, you and you can tell that it's her voice oh okay, not so it's one of her fear. Voice. Okay. do not fear earthling it is just <laughs> what's me the- What's herb? <laughs> and I don't know what your people are called. Do not fear. Your people. Creature. Creature. Uh, I am just to your left. Perhaps if you can map a way out or if you are able to grab the whip um, as you are going out, then perhaps that will serve as a distraction enough for the rest of us to rush him as well. We don't know anything about this place. We don't. But we don't know why we're here, and I do not like the fact that we have some sort of commodity purpose of use to the people here. We are commodities and nothing more as of right now. I'm planning on getting myself to the infirmity, and then we can find out more. Yeah. We can't because we don't even know where this planet, wherever we are, you know, for all we know, we could literally be in the middle of the ocean or something like that. So we, we need to find out more about a situation before we can a full escape. Very well. All right. So uh, you've you've made that communication and um, the the robots. Uh, however, I will point out that the rest of the party, the other two people, were not part of that conversation. And <laughs> the robots are coming over to grab to grab the uh, the, the Seamus uh, uh, roughly from each side. So you are you are they grabbing the ankle that? No, no. Each <laughs> okay. Each, each arm. Each arm is and they're dragging me. Ah! <laughs> yeah, each, each arm is each arm is grabbed and you're hoisted up off the ground. Okay, that makes sense. Right. I'm gonna wait until they drag him right into the doorway gateway of the cell, and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna lunge at them when there's too many people in the gateway for the whip to be super easily getting. Okay. Oh, no. All right. I think that sounds <laughs> well, like here a goes good my plan for... out the window. We, we, to the we, wrong I, I think, uh, take a fortune point, by the way, uh, Amber, for uh, moving Hell the story yeah. forward without splitting the party. 
And oh, so, I was just trying. <laughs> all right. So that's going to be an action that triggers the initiative, but you're going to get to do it first. So you're, are you trying to lunge towards them to shove them over? Or are I'm you trying to try to fucking like just kick with all of my human strength <laughs> into one of these robots and just send them crashing into as many of the opponents as I can? <laughs> okay, cool. So there are a total of three opponents here. There is uh, the the Ketra guard and the two guard bots. Uh, and by happenstance, they all happen to be pawns. So, uh, Heck yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the, well, the guard bots are competence one pawns and the, the Ketra is a competence two, but uh, we'll, just, we'll just use one as the base. Uh, so you're trying to- push off the wall, roll, come up and just, yeah, just kick into one of those guard bots, try to kick right. him into the whip guy. <laughs> so, so this is a stunt and against when you, so a character can try to take out multiple pawns in a single action. It takes their full round to do it. Um, and what you would do is it's kind of a GM call of what gets rolled for this. But uh, in this case, I think brawling uh, is an, yep. cause it's an unarmed attack uh, and might because you're trying to flat them. All right. So you're going to roll brawling plus might. And uh, the target number would be one to take out four of them. But since there's only three, we're going to just make it uh, a zero. So you need a nine or better to knock the three of them. Technically, you're going to knock four people over. A am but... I? Am I? Can, can I assist at all? Um. If you if you see it coming, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would mean, if they're say, grabbing me by my arms, then I, I'm hopefully I'd be able to see that. Yeah, there, but the, I would I would just assume you were facing the the doorway of the cell when they were picking you up. So she's running <laughs> essentially at your back. I got it, Chris. You don't and, even yeah. need to. <laughs> uh, that is eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh. They're down. Uh, a, a, there is a there is a domino effect of a multiple like or bowling type effect of multiple mooks falling in a in a collapsing into a pile, uh, and only one of them landed on Seamus's poor ankle. <laughs> All right, so uh, that will start us on an initiative. Uh, but they are all prone and on the, the all three of those enemies are prone and on the ground. Uh, Seamus is also prone on the ground in the gateway. Um, go ahead. And so for initiative, uh, we're going to use the one of the optional rules that's in the tome for initiative. And that is we treat initiative as a career test instead of rolling a different die for it. Uh, and so you are going to roll 2d6 plus uh savvy and if you have prisoner criminal ne'er-do-well um a scoundrel or a career a career of that nature you may add it to the role all right so and you're trying to beat a target number of nine right so you just have to get a nine or better on a on on the check all right and if so if you if you succeed you go in what's called the top of the round. It doesn't matter if one person got an 11 and another one got a 10. We're not going to worry about the exact intricacies of the order. 
Uh, unless someone rolls boxcars, if you roll a mighty success on your initiative, then you get to go first and you get a bonus die on your action, right? If you roll two ones, if you get a calamitous failure on initiative, then you go dead last and you lose your minor action on then your Then you turn. really do break your ankle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if, if, not not on an initiative roll. I'm not, I'm not that, that mean, but, uh, uh, but essentially... The order, other than those, uh, unless it's a mighty success or a calamitous failure, the individual character order doesn't matter. It's it's to speed things up. All right. All so right. everyone roll two d six plus savvy and a career if appropriate. Yep. So I was over. I was over nine. Yeah, and you need to get a nine or better. I got a nine. All right. I did not. <laughs> I got a seven. Makes sense. You're very heavy right now. You're very heavy. Okay. All right. So I saw Amber has a nine. Anyone else? Uh, twelve. Okay, a dirty twelve. Uh, what does that mean? You didn't yeah. roll two sixes. It, you, you got twelve with sixes. modifiers. Or? Yeah, you got twelve. Twelve total. Okay. So with the, so I was paying attention to like chat and a couple other things. I'm rolling two d six plus mm-hmm. uh, savvy. Add, plus just adding the number from savvy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, add the number from Savvy, and you uh, add the number from a career that might be appropriate, but I don't think you have Prisoner, or your your no. character, I think, doesn't have anything for this. Specifically. Nope. Unless Survivalist counts. Uh, no, that would be more if you were, like, outdoors. like right. fighting Wild in, like, animals. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> things, yeah. Great. Starting things off great. Snake Eyes. All right. All right. Thank you for your honesty. Uh <laughs> But uh, okay, so Amber, you're you're in the top of the top of the order. Um, you have just flattened a bunch of these a, a bunch of these mooks and also uh, Seamus. Uh, what do you do? I'm going to leap upon the jailer, pick his head up, and bounce it off the floor. <laughs> All right. So that sounds to me like um, uh, you want to keep a hold of his head. Or do you want to just hit it and let it go? Just real hard. <laughs> okay. Just <bounce> it. <laughs> so let's do this. Sounds to be just like a brawling attack. So yep. might plus, uh, or sorry, it's daring plus brawling. Right. Eleven again. Uh, thump. He's knocked out. Uh, now <laughs> this. These are pawns. And heroes are able to defeat multiple pawns in succession with ease. So you can, if you want, you can attack on one of the robots, but it's at minus one to hit. Of course. Bounce him. Mm-hmm. Grab the haft of the whip. I know it's probably not out right there, but I'm just going to use it like a, like a club and just crack one of the robots. Okay, go ahead and roll to hit. Mm. Same roll, same check. But oh with my. a minus one. Amber is minus very Plus six, seven, eight, eight. Just missed it. Ooh, yeah. Unfortunately, the the this thing is you, weird. You, you <laughs> took the one out. Now, if you want, you can spend a fortune point to turn that into a success because you can spend fortune after you roll to mm. adjust it by plus one per fortune you spend. Um, you know, I but, picked up a spare fortune already. I'll spend it. Let's spend. It's a one right. shot. <laughs> all right. So I think that automatically gets it because it was okay. within one. Yeah, yeah. it is. It, it is. So you, you, <laughs> you know what? Take the fortune back. I realized something. The guard bots have a defense of minus one. So you only needed an you only needed an eight to hit him. 
Uh-huh. Oh, I'm unstoppable. <laughs> so thump, but now you can roll and uh, take out the next one, but it's at minus two. Do it. <laughs> yes, take them all out to the floor. <laughs> I got. Uh, I rolled a, a natural eleven, so that is with a minus two that basically cancels my daring. Uh, so yeah. that's a plus one for a total of twelve. Uh, yes. So you guys see her ram into the ram into them, knock them all over, pick the guy's head up, slam his head onto the stone, then punch, punch one, uh, uh, grab, grab his weapon and then beat down two robots until they're now just a quivering mass of sparks and metal. I just I I look at uh, Jess's character. I just go, well, there goes. My idea. This works. <laughs> to fruition after all. I would like to very slowly and gracefully just walk over this trail of bodies and robot bodies and just take a peek like at the hallway. All right. So the hallway is only about 30 feet long and it curves to the left. Uh, and Do there I- is at the other end, there is a doorway. Uh, 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 well, sorry, you, you you don't. I'm sorry, you don't see the doorway. The call curves to the left. Um, Do I sense any life forms? Ooh, uh, this is is this a spell or something that you're using? I am using. It says electro reception. You feel the magnetic fields, even the weak ones produced by life forms. I don't know if that can work. It says within 100. So I don't know if yeah, that works with through walls and buildings, but yeah, uh, sensor even when you cannot see. Um, I am going to say that it can't go through the solid stone walls, okay. but uh, if if you were, for example, in the dark, you would be able to tell that there's something there. You you can feel life forms next to you. There's an unconscious. There's an unconscious Ketra on the floor and. <clears throat> There's a couple of other people, three other people in this room with you. But hmm. uh, yeah, it can't go right through the solid stone. Gotcha. I don't think. Perhaps he has keys or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was say I was going to look through the, uh, the hot. Yeah. Uh, he does have some interesting uh, devices on <clears throat> him. Uh, who's examining him? Like who's checking for stuff? I just want to keep an eye or like a sound out on the hallway to see. I'll, it. I'll look at. I'll look at his stuff. Okay, so um, looking over his stuff, you see he has some sort of weird metal, like rectangle with a gem, like a, a weird gem that doesn't. It's not it, it, this weird round gem like a stud sticking out of it. Huh. Uh, that's also on his belt. Um, anything else? Uh, he has, uh, they they both have, uh, all three of the guards have batons that are about uh, like 18 inches long uh, that have like some sort of button on them. And there is also the electro whip, which is still crackling away on the floor. It hasn't been turned off. Okay. Um, I will give out the who wants the electro whip? Not I, because I'll take it. <laughs> take the baton. 
Okay. I'll take the whip and I'll give out the batons to the other people. All right. So on your character sheets, uh, if you guys printed them out, I don't know if you did, but uh, on your character sheets under equipment, you can write down uh, your shock baton. Uh, oh. The shock baton does a D6 of damage uh, plus your might. And it also shocks targets when it hits when it hits them. All right. So um, and that means that they have to make a might save or be or or I uh, or or have some kind of penalty uh, on their checks. Let me I'm going to go back all the way to the appendix for all the equipment for the shock weapons. But I am yeah. going to actually I pick up the shock mm -hmm. baton and I, I will look at Shen and I will say, are you are you able to defend yourself with this? Uh, I mean, I'm. I should be good uh, if we uh, if there's not enough weapons to pass around. There's there's enough. There's one baton each and the whip. Yeah. Okay. Shame okay. Is he should taking the whip. All right. There yeah. we go. So there's so, four batons or there's two batons. There's there's three batons. Three in the batons. Whip. Yep. Okay. The robot okay. head batons. So, yeah. Yeah. So the shock baton does a d6 damage plus your might. Uh, and the the way the shocking works is whenever you hit someone with it, they have to make a tricky might test, and if they <laughs> fail, they are at a loss until they spend a minor action to regain their composure, essentially. <laughs> so it 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 can slow down people that you hit with it. You can also set it, uh, but on the settings, there's a dial, and um, the dial makes it so you can set it to stun versus kill damage. Right, if you want. The um same is true. The Electro Whip works almost the same, except that its base damage is a D3 uh of damage instead. So instead of doing a a D6 plus one, a D6 damage does a D3. All, All right. right. But the whip has a longer range, like a longer reach, and you can also use it to like grapple things too. Okay. Uh, my weapon's better than yours. I'm and sorry. if you really want to, if you want to, you can use it to intimidate people by cracking the whip. <laughs> I know. Check. All right. All right. Did someone say they wanted? That someone said they wanted to put an ear out around the corner. Yes. Yeah. I'm just paying attention to see if any if uh, anyone is coming or. Okay. Uh, created a so, little. Uh, you hear the the sound of like wheels coming closer around the corner. Oh, we like little squeaky wheels. We must move quickly. Someone is coming. All right. Are you moving forward or moving backwards? Hmm. What's on? So one end of the hallway curves. Are we at the end of it or the hallway continues the other way? Uh, it curves to the left. So it's curving the opposite, essentially the opposite direction that you guys came from. Hmm. We should move in the opposite. I don't hear the sound, yeah. but you should lead us away I'm from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could also, it's around the bend. We could also take it by surprise if we move quietly. Yeah. We have weapons now. And some of us are stronger than the other, but yes, I will move us then. Oh, around. Oh, I see it now. So one is the cell. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Oh no! All right, yeah, not going back in the cage. Only one way to go. 
All right. So you guys are going, are you planning a, an ambush for whatever comes through the door or are you? Oh, no. Is there only to... one, one thing, one set of wheels or are there multiple wheels? Two sets, set? Two sets of Two wheels. Sets. Uh, the real question is, are you going to be waiting for them closer to the cell or are you going to be waiting for them closer to where they come in? No, we're moving. We're moving away from the sound. Oh, no, we can't. We can't. Back, that would be back to the yeah. cell. You, gotcha. you can get back towards the cell, but uh, I would say like because it's around a corner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to yeah, say I would say, yeah, to the corner, closer to the corner. Yeah. Yep. And be just prepared. All right. And so, I should be able to sense, right, how many maybe life forms there are once they are through the door. Once they are through the door, you would be able to. Uh, okay. The door opens and you you do not sense life forms once the, you do. So I'm sorry. When the door opens, you do sense mm-hmm. life forms, but they're not as close as the sounds. Okay. Uh, you sense. Uh, oh, wait, it's electro reception. It's not just mm-hmm. life forms. It, yeah. it's a lot of electricity. Electro- <laughs> no, sorry. You do sense a, a, a two two things that have more electricity than a life form would have coming closer. Uh, and then also further away, like you, you can feel like uh, an electric field coming about uh, maybe 30 feet further west, we'll say. Uh, 30 feet further west. Uh, you feel uh, two more life forms, like humanoid life forms, possibly. But I will. There's send two a- two more guard bots are ra- round the corner. Is, is I will. I will send a a ding dong to each of my companions. All right, um, and a chocodile to. Oh, okay, so you <laughs> ding dong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you uh, you ping them. Yes. Uh, oh, something's coming, and yeah, and two two two, robots, two, two more guard arms. bots come yeah. in. Uh, let's keep with the initiative order that we already had, uh, since this this way we can give other people a chance. Yep. Uh, so I think someone else won, won the initiative Sheamus. last time. All right. So Seamus, no longer faking the ankle injury, and now I believe armed with a baton. No. Uh, Oh, you have the whip. Okay. Yes. Uh two two guard bots are rounding the corner. Um, I'm going to get myself to the edge of the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to <laughs> I know what I'm gonna do. Um I tell Amber <laughs> it's time for me to still act. I'm gonna lead him, I'm gonna I'm gonna sprain my ankle again. They're gonna come at towards me. You would, you guys attack again Jump because them. we just do. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I walk out, sprain my ankle, but I'm like towards where they're like not. These um, are I, I should. These are robots. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. All right then. I'm just gonna wait till they come around. All right, they they have rounded the corner. You have visual contact with them. Are you doing whip the something? dangerous robots? I am going to whip the dangerous robots. Okay, so this uh, sounds like daring plus melee to whip the robots. Can you guys hear? The- I've got two daring. Mm-hmm. And melee. I've got two melee. 
So it's That's plus it. four. Two d two two dice plus four. So total, I have twenty three. What? You added Wait, too many dice. Too, too many dice. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? 2d6. Two two. Your modifiers are not extra dice. It's not a pool. It's uh, just the flat four. number added to your number. result of 2d6. Okay. <laughs> Plus so, number four. 24. Everything is dead. Everything. <laughs> yeah. We're like, what? So, so I rolled a 2d6. I got a five and a one. Okay. So six mm-hmm. plus four, ten. Success. So ten. Okay. That's a success because they have a defense of the, the, the guard bots have a defense of negative one. So ah. you, uh, yeah, you only need an eight to hit them. So whoosh, you hit one of the guard bots and, uh, y- your electric whip like shorts out. It, it's like yeah. the, the electric, the electric aura from the whip just kind of surrounds the guard bot. That's like, <laughs> and stops and smoke is coming out of its back. And you may also, uh, uh with the back, do like a backslash thing or a back a back flash against the other one. And so you can attack the other one at minus one to hit. So you need to get a nine or better this time. So ten. Ten. All right. So you manage to whip one. And then when it, when that one shorts out, smack the other as it's trying to reach, as it's trying to pull out its, its um, baton. And you managed to take that one out as well. Um, that was the top of the round. The mid round is the enemy's turn, and you hear from around the corner those life forms that uh, Paloma sensed in the other room say, "What's that noise?" And uh, you hear the sound of furniture moving and footsteps uh, hurriedly coming towards you guys. They round the corner. It is another pair of Ketra. Uh, They, uh, similar to the previous guard, uh, and they have their shock batons out. The two of you that are towards the front are Seamus and I think uh, Amber. Uh, So they are going to attack each of you. All right. So Seamus... Guardbot gets a seven to hit. Uh, I don't think that can possibly hit you. So is that based on? Uh, so I rolled the dice and added their melee plus uh, daring, and mm-hmm. uh, the result was seven. You That's subtract my... his defense from it, right? Yeah, I would subtract your defense, but. I but it it, it adds on to but you, they need to get a nine or better. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, the, there's no way. Even if you had a defensive, you can't have a defensive negative two unless you have some kind of condition on yourself. Yeah. Like my, uh, my so, defense is one. Yeah. So you're yeah. They need a te- they need normally a ten or better to hit you. So the one attacking Amber, roll the three. So. <laughs> they, the, the, the key the keystone the keystone ketra come in and try and fail to attack and uh th- then that puts us on to the bottom of the round paloma seems this planet is incompetent lucky for us <laughs> they're running they're running microsoft edge <laughs> 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 um okay hmm 
So they're still here. Um, I would kind of just like to maneuver myself. I would like to pick up and maneuver myself on the other side of the wagon. And I would just like to keep the wagon. Wagon? What what wagon? The cart that the robots were pulling. There was a cart, right? No. No, they they didn't have a cart. They I said they were carting him off, but that's just they were carrying him. Uh, they, they didn't actually have a, a gurney or anything. <laughs> Sorry. They're not that nice. No, I, I was just, just a, like a red, phrase. red wagon. <laughs> yes. No, I was distracted by the wheels too. I was like, oh, they're so no, safe. The the robots have wheels on wheels. their feet. That, they, they have wheels on their feet. They're like Sonic. They're like Sonic waiters and roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Helper from the Venture Brothers uh, for, for, the, for the robots. I guess I, okay, I have a baton, so I guess I will try and slap, slap one down. All right. Daring plus brawl. I got a seven, so. Uh, you actually swing and miss. Uh, so So you swing and don't hit, and then that puts us to Kent, who you have you got a calamitous failure on your initiative, which means you lost a minor action. So you can still act, but you can't take two, do two things. By the way, Jess, did you want to take a minor action or just hold it to defend or? You know, I'm going to take a step or two back. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me a footwork check. So that would be savvy plus melee. Uh, and the, because they might not want to let you get away from them. Okay. So I do have a penalty die for this. Because oh, I'm is it because, of the, is it because of the gravity? Okay. Mm. Yep. So I got another seven. Ooh. Well, let's see how their savvy is. Unlucky uh, number seven. Uh, unfortunately, so you try. You try to back off. You try to back away from them, and you are your route of escape is cut off as he steps around. But so you guys are now essentially surrounded by them. They they are standing each on one side of the of the group of you, right? Okay. And then uh, then it is uh, the commando's turn. Uh, Shen and uh, they're now behind us as well uh there's one on either side of the group basically they they're flanking your group okay so uh, i i think i'm i'm still kind of uh back towards the cell uh sure. didn't quite move i got fumbled i was told to stay against the wall i was uh mm-hmm. saying so it's like, oh we're escaping okay um uh let's see what can i do And can I just throw the stun baton at the other guy? Absolutely. The one that's behind us? You absolutely can do that. Uh, the, go ahead and roll might plus um, ranged. All right. So that is, I got two for each of those. So I got a 10. Bump. Uh, and it hits him right in the forehead and knocks him unconscious. Uh, because that was a ranged attack, you don't get to bat cleanup. Uh, now, if you had a like a blaster that can fire repeated shots, I would let you take an additional attack at minus one, but you threw your... <laughs> your thing, so. <laughs> but you did knock him out. 
Uh, you 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 hit him in the head with a stun baton and knock him unconscious. It um, did its job. I don't think I turned it on, but it did its job. Yes. All right. And so that that finishes the round, and we can be on and roll another initiative check. It is the same same difficulty. All right. So a nine or better. There's only one guard still conscious, but um, uh, yeah. Add savvy. Try to get a nine or better, and you will be wanting to add careers if they're appropriate. Uh, unless warrior is now appropriate uh i say warrior is appropriate in that case i just make it (laughs) nine warrior soldier soldier is appropriate uh if you have that that's fine all right uh so amber you said you succeeded who else uh oh we don't have paloma back um chris a fail yeah it was a fail okay and Kent, I have uh, Soldier Two. I uh, I can add that. Yep. Okay. And that would be a nine. All right. Uh, I'm going to have you go. So you, even though you finished off the last round, you get to go again right now. Woo-hoo. Just. Uh... <laughs> I love, I, this is why I love rolling initiative round around. So to say, actually, just you pick up momentum from the previous exactly. round. Ah. We need we need a prisoner. We need we need somebody to interrogate. Uh, as as Ted just headbutts him to death. <laughs> we need somebody. To, uh... Uh, you guys have not killed any of them yet that I'm aware of. Uh, you no, know, I suppose I shouldn't kill anyone except the real evil ones. <laughs> I am going to uh, go retrieve the one stun baton that I had and pick up the other one that he uh, dropped when he became unconscious. All right, and since the other the other enemy is on the other side of the group from you, that's reasonable. You can get over there and do that. All right. So, uh, you you that takes you a minor action to retrieve a weapon up off the ground. Uh, and then what would you like to do as a major action? <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> um, he's thinking about it. Can't... Throw it again. <laughs> Why not? It. You can. I know. Yeah. I'm, well, you know what? Might as well. <laughs> as you're like running, he's just picking up and throwing the same baton over and over again. For the game. <laughs> what are those sticks that they use to throw at people? Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm thinking of, right? I, I do know what you're thinking of. It's not a truncheon. It's uh, but it's like you use them for hunting, like hunting rabbits or something, like throwing sticks. Maybe yeah. that's just what yeah. they call throwing sticks. For some reason, like. A, a, a name that starts with K pops in my head, but it's not correct. I got a uh, fourteen. Uh, was that a box cars or just? Uh, nope, I got a six and a four, and then plus four. Oh, you're just that good. All right, yes. you knock the you 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 knock the other one unconscious as well. <laughs> All right. So it's just like ha. All right, we're escaping and- now, right? Apparently, improvised weapons training at uh, during your um, training regimen was uh, well worth it. Yeah, apparently that uh, <laughs> going to have to say good things about that uh, uh, imp- the improvised fight bar fighting uh, school uh, training that they put us through. Speaking <laughs> of dodgeball, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Improvised yeah, weapons exactly. training. <laughs> yes. So. Um, you have two 
sh- completely shorted out robots and then two more of the Ketra guards. I will um, take a spare baton just in case okay. we see other uh, prisoners. Now, if you want to, you guys have the option to fight with a weapon in each hand. Uh, the way that works is if you wanted to do two attacks, you could. Uh, it's at minus two to both. You could also do two parries if you wanted to at minus two to both. Um, I, I don't recommend doing that too often, but if you really need to split your action, you can. So with dueling style, does that mean I could theoretically use my whip and the baton at the same time? Uh, do you, What dueling style do you have? It says Sky Dancer, wielding a cutlass and short offhand weapon, either a cutlass axe can so i guess ah. not, not so you, when you get a cutlass you can use that of those abilities with a cutlass okay. but uh you can use any of the not a whip but the baton definitely would count as your okay. offhand weapon with the, with the you just need game. to get yourself a cutlass <laughs> so you just got to get your hands on a cutlass i don't foresee that being a too difficult of a thing mm-hmm. all right so I think uh, Shen should perhaps take a bonus baton as well. Yeah, just take the extra batons for throwing. Put them in yep. your belt. Just chuck them one after <laughs> yeah. the other. What, what, if it works, it works. Right? This is whole so bandolier of batons. One of, one of the things that you notice is that this room has multiple exits. So uh, there is to the south, directly south, there is essentially a gate a portcullis and then to the southeastern exit there is an actual uh door right uh like a solid door and the um there is on the wall right so there is a switch on the wall uh there is a um by the way, did anyone take pick up that little plastic square thing? The guards, the guards. Oh, I did. To the, they all, all of the guards have those little plastic squares with the buttons on them. Hmm. But, um, and then, well, those of you that are from a science fiction background would recognize plastic when you see it, but the uh, fantasy strange people material. think it's some kind of weird glass or. A strange mm. flexi glass. Some sort of magic. Yeah. All of the guards appear to be um from the same like creature type. So far, yes. Yeah. Okay. I will take okay. one of the plastic squares. It could be enchanted. Okay. Uh there is a switch on the wall. Uh, there is also a table in the middle of the room that had some metal chairs that had been pushed out out of the way, presumably by the guards as they were getting up. Uh, there are also four lockers on the far wall. like So on the western wall of the room, there are four lockers. Okay. I'm checking those out. Could be our gear. Mm-hmm. There are four prisoners. I also wonder how well we might be able to disguise ourselves as guards. Probably not very well. They they are not wearing armor, so it's not like they have like a helmet you could put on to disguise yourself as well. Mm. It's not a yeah. bad idea. I will join Seamus in inspecting the lockers. All right. Uh, how are you opening them? Is there a, ha- a visible handle of some kind? Uh, no. They like mm. well, you could presume there is a. You can see a seam where there is something to. Like the presumably is the lid, but uh, when you grab it and try to move it, it doesn't respond. Like you, mm. it, it's it like 
it's it's stuck. Something is holding it stuck. I'm gonna kick it really hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it right in the middle. Uh, I you, used a stun baton. You hit it with the stun baton, and you feel feedback in your arm as if you had just hit a baseball with an aluminum bat a little bit too low. Right? Like mm. you just feel it vibrating in your, your arm mm. when you hit that. What foul magic is this? Um, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm going to take this time to meditate and do sixth mm-hmm. sense as I am meditating. Oh, okay. So you're casting a spell. Yes. yes. Right? So sixth sense is. Uh, I meditate for 10 minutes and then I gain awareness of my own safety for the next six hours, as well Mm -hmm. as sense when an ally is in danger. Yes. Oh, did you master that one? Oh, never. Um, Uh, I don't know, actually. Yeah. Let me. Let me double check. Oh, no, I did not. So not for an ally, but just for myself. Yeah. Yeah, because it yeah, it's it's and that I believe is that a first level or a second level spell. It is does not say on here. Uh sixth sense. So presumably goodness with an S, it's first. Yeah. So yeah, it's and, and yeah, if you've mastered it, you can sense if an ally is in danger, but if you haven't mastered it, it's only yourself. Uh the way this works is you do get a bonus die on any checks to avoid being surprised and your initiative rolls. So remember, you have a bonus die on initiative rolls, and that is for the next several hours. However, uh, you do uh, need to roll to cast it. So that is going to be uh, 2d6 plus your savvy plus your psionicist. And um, you need to, the difficulty is a one, so you need to get a 10 or better. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I got it. I got a 14. Very good. All right, so uh, the spell or the power, because you're a psionist, so you don't you don't call things spells. Right? The just... the ability works, and you now have uh, you you will be able to sense if something is coming at you. Uh, by the way, you also can while this with the sixth sense is active, you can parry blaster shots, like you can parry ranged Ooh. attacks. Yes. And with my if you mind. have an if you have an energy blade, which you don't yet, but you might <laughs> find one. If you have an energy blade, you can repost the parried blaster shots back at the shooter. Oh. Okay, great, awesome. Heck yeah! But yeah, so but in the meantime, even with that baton, you could still parry shots that are being shot at you. Gotcha. Right? All right. So um, okay, the. The lockers. Um, There's some kind of ward. Yeah, I'll, I'll go anything over in the front. I, I'm going to say so. Shen, you know exactly what the deal is with these. <laughs> you push the <laughs> like button. Some kind you of push ward. The bu- you push the button. You push the button on the remote control, and the one of the lockers opens. Ugh. It's like it's they're working. struggling. It's just like. It's working. It Keep works. chanting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the the locker opens, and um, everyone roll one d six. Three, two, two. Who got the highest? 
So far, Amber. Three. Amber with the three, yep. And oh, okay. All right. Three is the winner. Uh Amber, what's a piece of equipment you wish you had right now? That you you had had before but don't have anymore? Is there equipment on these sheets or are we just making something up? Nope, here? you get to make it up. Uh there's I, equipment I, on the sheets, but like for Chris and I, we have special abilities with a specific type of equipment. And yeah. I'm gonna say my shield. All right. So you have there in this locker, which is obviously large enough to fit. Uh, there is a like a kite shield uh, with a dragon emblazoned on it, right? Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not a kite shield; it's a round shield, but uh, yes. with a drag with a dragon emblazoned on it. Um, uh, pick one other item. You can get two items. You see my hat in there. Oh, no, not that. Hmm. I guess if I have my shield, the next thing I would want is is my weapon, so my sword. Okay. Uh, so there is also a your sword. It is a medieval broadsword. Uh, it does a d6 plus one damage. Uh, it gets you have plus one to use the beat maneuver with it. Um, and you get to add your might to that damage. So. Uh, what is Amber's might? Two. Yeah, so you, when you hit someone with that sword, it does a d6 plus three. That's a big All step right. up from the baton. Um, <gasps> I've missed them. I grabbed the my shield, sword. And, and my shield, shield. While you have the shield equipped, you have plus one to your defense. Plus one defense. All right. Yeah. Um, you also get plus. You can use the shield to give yourself plus one to parry as well. All right. Perfect. Uh, so that was in the one button that was pressed of the one locker of the four of them that was opened. In addition, you find one other one other um, uh, thing in there, and that is a pouch, like a, a a pouch made out of some weird purple leather. Purple leather pouch. Mm-hmm. It has it's it's. I wouldn't say jingling. It's more like tinkling when you pick it up. It's like a tinkling sound. I mean, I have to look inside. <laughs> uh, so inside are 30 small, you would think coins, but they're made out of green crystal. And they have little, little, in, little teeny gold squares in them. That have a strange design of like almost like gold wire in like S or C shapes connecting the little gold, the little gold squares, right? Uh, now to, to, uh, Shen, right? This is, those are cred chips. That's, uh, 30, that's 30 cred chips in there. Um, that's it's money right mm-hmm. but and it's there's a little fiber like not fiber optics but like uh circuitry mm-hmm. it has circuitry in it as as a way of keeping track of whose money it is and all so that. it can't be forged <laughs> yes, easily exactly. it's, 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 it's counterproof uh protection or counterfeit oh. protection counterfeit protection no, looks you like have we'll the cred chip, and then you have the NFT that goes with the cred chip. <laughs> there you go. Look, look, you can see the little little aid guy on it. Yeah. Uh, is anyone else pressing a, a button? I was going to say, do Shen and I notice that they press this button and the locker opens? 
I mean, Shen uh, pressed a button. I, yeah. Shen, we, Shen and I were just like beating up the locker, and then Shen <laughs> yeah, opened. We're like, that's working. As far as we know, beating right. the locker is what got it open. No, got no, it. that was a, the, so the one that was being beat on is not the one that opened. It oh, was, uh, Shen, so Shen walked up to, to the to one that the side. The, they all have ah. like uh, they all have like a little like pattern, like like a pattern of dots or something on him he wa- he saw the one that had two dots on it looked up looked noticed one of the lockers has two dots on it and pressed that button and that's the one that opened gotcha i, I think it's funny that you guys would move like two lockers down and trying to get the next one open the files they're in the computer <laughs> they're in, they're in the yeah yeah exactly no we were like hitting the ones on the side so we got to move to the one the one that's open, I'm going to punch into the one that's open and hit the back of it. Good idea. I'll <laughs> get the other one. That way the other one opens up. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, um, Paloma, you are somehow managing to meditate in spite of all of this ridiculous noise that's happening. <laughs> of people are like, slamming things. And you're you are you like Amber? Are you slamming it with your shield and sword now too? Like, oh my yeah, I got if I have, I have the shield up, so I'm just like slamming the inside of the it's wall. It's like making this loud, loud noise up in the top northwest and corner just of the watching. room. Yeah, I'm just like no wait, I, you just gotta push the button, and you're just like beating the lockers. It's like, I'm yeah. I'm just gonna push the buttons. All right, you 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 grab one of the other buttons and push it. Uh, who rolled the second highest on the on the D six? Uh, I got a two. I got a two. Yeah. I think Jess got a two. Can't we? Yeah, I don't know. What... All right. Oh, the, the rest of us tied. All right. right, I got a one. I... Oh, you got a one. Okay, so me and Chris tied for two. Okay, so all right, Chris, what is an item that you had before that you wish you had right now? Oh, spider my hat. Your oh, perhaps. <laughs> the second one is spider hat. <laughs> uh, well, of course I want my hat. My second. One. No, right, I don't so have the spider hat. But yeah, I would like to, so uh, the cutlass is my first thing. All right, so you, you, there is a it is your cutlass that's yeah. in there. And um, was there was, was there a second item that you want as well? My hat. All right, your, your hat, your hat and cutlass are in the second one that opens. Uh, the third one that opens uh has paloma's stuff i'm going to tell you what one of the items is you can pick your second item okay your grav belt was in the first it was the first item beautiful oh my god (laughs) (laughs) the one show of emotion that she has shown thus far Yes, uh, you 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 put on the grav belt and turn it on, and you feel instant relief as you are now at a nice, comfortable. Your spine decompresses. <laughs> you're now you're you're now at a nice com- You you feel like you are at a nice, comfortable point zero or zero point one six g, even though you, you are still in a point nine g environment. You feel like you're in a one six g environment. You gained four inches of height. So you you uh, no longer have you your your grav sickness is no longer affecting you wonderful. while the belt is equipped and turned on. Perfect. Um, what is the second item that you would like to have found inside the chest? You know, if I could have actually some sort of like light cloak that gave me some armor, something of that mm. nature. Do you have do you have any careers that would train you in the use of armor? 
You know, not really. Scholar, mystic, psionicist, and detective. Yeah. So the the issue is you can wear armor untrained and light armor isn't that bad to use untrained, but you do lose a point of advantage if you're wearing light armor untrained. Hmm. If you're wearing yeah. heavy armor untrained, you just can't yield advantage at all. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I will just do my energy blade then. Oh, an energy blade? Beautiful. So she, <laughs> she you have two things in there. There I guess was a belt an and a flashlight. Oh, Jesus. She she wait, all she wants is this flashlight. <laughs> wait, an energy so blade. <laughs> I don't know if you actually light it up right now or not, but you have an energy blade. Perfect. She's gonna be slapping blaster shots back at people left and right. It's gonna be great. Yeah. We'll attach it and to the, my person. And then of course, last but not least. Shen, <laughs> finally, you you try you push the button to open it, and you hear like a <laughs> of the machine, no. the mechanism inside that had been repeatedly kicked and beaten, <laughs> beaten with a shield and sword and stuff. It's like the files are in the computer. Like uh, it, it does eventually open, but it's like it's been severely dented and stuff like that. Uh, what Much are complaint. two pieces of equipment that Shen would have had before he arrived here that he wishes he had right now? I would probably say uh, a blaster rifle of some sort. Yep, you got Ooh. it. Um, blaster carbine, probably. Nice. And we could practice shots at each other. And the best MRE <laughs> with the pound cake. <laughs> the yellow travel biscuits. <laughs> uh I want I want I want to say my uh like service helmet. You you got it. Uh so you have a, did you want the it's full suit hug. of armor? Because you could have had that. <laughs> You, you can have the whole thing if you'd like. No, 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 just the hat. You just want the helmet? Uh, no, I, I'll take the, the full armor. Yeah, okay, so you have your armor. Uh, so did you wear light body armor or heavy body armor? It's up to you. Mm. Probably probably heavy. Uh, okay. Just because I am uh, looking at the stats, like I have soldier two and I'm yeah, so heavy body armor with a helmet gives you protection of a D6 plus one whenever you get hit, All right? Because you are trained in its use, you lose one point of advantage. So instead of three advantage, you only have two. But the trade-off is you take a D6 plus one less damage every time you get hit. So it's That's a pretty good. fair trade. Yeah. Okay. Um, if it was light armor, you wouldn't lose a point of advantage, but it would only protect a D3 plus one, right? So you get, um, so you could pick either one if you'd rather, but it's if it's heavy, it's a D6 plus one. Uh, and your rifle, your blaster carbine, so you could have, you could choose to have it be like more like a assault rifle style, or you could choose if you would like it to be more of a submachine gun style. Um, what what would you rather it be? Uh, I would rather it be the uh, 
just like the like the single shot because i'm like partial to oh you want okay you want a single shot rifle okay yeah just like uh we can do uh so this is instead is a disruptor rifle uh and it uh it does 2d6 damage plus one with a bonus die so it does three dice of damage keep the highest two plus one it has a 70 foot range increment i don't think that will ever matter <laughs> Probably not yeah unless we but, come into uh, a really long it hole. fires one shot and then it you have to spend two minor actions to reload it it misfires when you roll a two uh, a natural two on the dice so if you roll two um snake eyes yeah if you roll snake eyes something bad happens like it overheats or something like that uh and here, as a side benefit or a kind of a extra thing, whenever you kill something with it, it is disintegrated. Oh boy! Yes. And it's gear. <laughs> <laughs> All the buttons disintegrated. Yes. Well, we're just gonna have to keep bashing the locker. <laughs> hey, it works, right? It worked. <laughs> Yeah. So this is not a rapid fire weapon. It is a single shot reload, single shot reload, single shot reload. But it is also extremely powerful. Heavy mm. attack. So you single shot, and if you don't have time to reload, you throw two batons. Mm. <laughs> or you shot, you shoot, throw Easy. a baton, minor action reload, throw a baton, minor action reload, shoot. Got <laughs> the ultimate range character. Yeah. So you guys. On on the one hand, you have been making noise, so oh no, there's a chance that something's going to sneak up on you. However, uh, the Lunarian detective, uh, with her in her meditative state, has not noticed anything coming scre- creeping up on you, nor with her electroreception. Uh, and part of the reason is you guys can hear a loud noise coming from the other side of the of that portcullis that is directly to your south. Uh, you can hear uh, the sound of machinery whirring, of uh, hammers being swung against, uh, 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 chopping into stone. Uh, various like sounds of like a like like an arc welder type noise. Uh, just lots of noise coming due south of where you are at. Uh, as by the way, as for lights. Uh, the those of you from the fantasy realms are thinking, oh, that's strange. They have these weird enchanted plates up on the ceiling that are making light every strangest so ever feet. burning torches I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, strange ever burning. This, this yeah, is strange these. magic we have here. Sounds yeah. like a temple of Gond in there. <laughs> Someone has continual light spells cast on these little plates in the ceiling, but everyone else sees that there's track lighting up in here. Um, that is not the case directly to the room to the south. Or I should say chamber, because you see, if you go up and look, uh, you'll see that the f- ground in there is more rough stone, r- hewn rock, rather than um, an actual built room. This looks more uh, familiar. We should go this way. <laughs> there's also, but to the southeast, there's a doorway, and then due south, there is the um, portcullis. Mm. Should we raise the port? Try to raise the portcullis. Yeah, the portcullis is probably the best way. Right, well, there up. was a switch on the wall. Yes. 
Is it a button-looking switch or a lever-looking switch? <laughs> Before they go to hit it, I open the Mark Cullis. Yeah, I look to right. Shen. It's like one of those magnetic key card readers, and we just look at that, and then Seamus and I go, we're like, ah! All right, <laughs> so the Mark Cullis raises, um, and uh, you you begin heading, uh, heading into the southern area, and um, it is a very large chamber. Uh, there is pink uh like the 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 stone is pink and it's this pink crystal uh there is also pink dust all over the floor you can hear the sound of picks shouts uh, like pickaxes shouting the the and also mining lasers uh what, what those of you from a, a sci-fi setting would recognize as mining lasers being used and also the cracking of an electro whip right this chamber is uh, actually quite large, um, so I'll go ahead and give you guys a. It, it's it's not small at all. It's this very very large natural cave type structure. It's it's bigger. It's it's like five times as big as the biggest room you've been in so far. So, the um, oh man, you're coming from that northern entrance through the portcullis. I will kind uh, of crouch a little bit and whisper to the others, it sounds like workers are being driven by a cruel taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, is anyone going to go look ahead and see what else they can see? Or uh, it doesn't seem I like... I will... Still be... Yes, I'm sneaking. I will sneak. Okay. Be sneaky. Very good. You, I think that you have a career that would be good at that. Uh, yep. Besides charlatan, what else do you have? I have scoundrel, and I also under boons I had sneaky. Excellent. So that lets so, you roll three dice. Keep the two highest. You can add, and because you have um, scoundrel, you can add scoundrel and savvy to the roll. So scoundrel and savvy roll three d six keep the two highest, and the your chance of being heard is very unlikely <laughs> because of all the other background noise. So just don't roll two ones. <laughs> Six. Do it, curse! I dare you. You'd have to, and you, which you'd you have to roll three. Me? You'd have to roll three ones. Nope. <laughs> so it's it's eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Uh, Plus eight. eight total. Yeah, so I rolled uh, two threes, which was my highest, plus uh, Savvy and Scoundrel. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh, stop. Well, you only eight, get eight, two eight, more. Like a, it's not, not, a, not a problem. Like I said, just don't roll a, a calamitous failure, and uh, <laughs> you, it, it will not. Oh, there's a lot of background noise, too. There's so, so much background there. noise yeah. that the only way you would have failed would be like. Gotcha. Knocking over a big pile of stuff. You <laughs> slip, you twist your ankle for real. Oh, you fall. Into the <laughs> All right. Why did I have the whip out and start making? So as Why you as you make your way into the room, you you advance about twenty feet further south, uh, and uh, you, for one, you notice that there is a door on the eastern side. Like just short, shortly after you enter, there's a door to the east. Uh, about ooh, 40 feet away from you. Uh, you also um, can see 
uh, further south, uh, there is an eight foot tall humanoid uh, in this this kind of southern node of the room, the southern southeastern node of the room. There is an eight foot tall humanoid uh, with an electro whip. Uh, he has yellow skin that looks like it's it's uh, pebbly, like it, it's uh, rock like almost. Uh, and he is whipping at these uh, short, stocky uh, beings. They have red skin and glowing yellow eyes. And uh, he is whipping at them, not actually hitting them, but like over their heads and stuff uh, and shouting like work harder and, and stuff. Uh, the the shorter creatures uh, are using mining lasers and picks. Uh, they they have some sort of fetters on them. Uh, they have uh, these bracelet things, these things that the um, the guards were going to put on you. They have these bracelet things that are kind of binding their hands close together uh, about, uh, say, seven inches or so apart from each other. Uh, but they are able to use their picks and picks and mining lasers in the to chip away at that pink crystal uh, in the western there's also floating mining carts that that like seem to be like just floating up off the ground they must have been enchanted to do that the rest of you recognize that it's oh magnetically lifted uh mag magnetically levitated tensors floating disc yeah and so uh they're, they're filling up mine carts with this uh pink mineral that they're mining and the mine carts are just automatically they must be enchanted floating into the northwestern node of the room where there is another one of those eight foot creatures um whipping whipping at some um uh whip, whipping at some uh, more workers uh but in this area there is a reddish cloud this red gas coming out of a machine all right so there's a machine with a conveyor belt and the ore is being moved from the 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 um levitating um carts into the uh into this conveyor belt and out of the other end of the machine these red like not bars but um rectangles these red rectangles uh, like these metallic red rectangles are coming out uh, and being loaded into a different cart that is then floating on its own into the western exit of the room, which doesn't have a doorway. It's just an archway, right? So there's a there's a western exit to the room that the carts are being filled with some kind of other stuff. But there's this red gas coming out of the machine that's pretty much taking up the entire western side of the room. And the uh, the cart carrying the retainal things are going through the cloud as they go through the. Uh... Uh, so the cloud seems to be um, uh, almost like a byproduct of whatever that machine is doing. The machine seems to be turning the raw pink crystal into these red metallic um Ingots. Of ingots. Some kind. Exactly. Yeah. That is what. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. They're ingots. All right. So these red metal ingots. So raw pink crystals being turned into red metal ingots. 
Uh, and the room is being lit by portable spotlights that have been set all over the place. Uh, there's also stone pillars every so many feet. So like every 20 or 30 feet or so, there's like a stone pillar. They haven't completely excavated this entire room because they don't want the ceiling to collapse on them. Uh, so they, there are stone pillars that the stone pillars are about 10 feet wide uh, at any given spot, essentially to keep the room's uh, structural integrity intact. I will sneak back, let everybody know about what I see. Mm -hmm. um, kind of thinking that if we can hop on cells onto the, the floating carts, it should give us a nice little way out of here. We can't just leave these people to toil like this. Take a fortune point for that suggestion. Uh, Seamus or Amber? The, the one who suggested we can't let these people toil Amber. like this. Hey. There are... Paladin! <laughs> there are too many of them, and we are ill-prepared and ill-supplied. I feel as though we there are many workers, but only one taskmaster. There are actually two. There's two, two? of two of two of the eight foot tall uh, creatures. Only how many two workers? taskmasters? How many? Ta how many workers? Tall. There are. Uh, let's see. It should say here. Uh, there's a total of uh, nine of them. There's four working by the machine and five working at. Um, at mining. And the big guys are all looking over the small guys. Yes. The small guys are about four feet tall. They're about four feet tall and about three feet wide. They're pretty, they're pretty, um, pretty dense. Yeah, they're pretty dense. I mean, it's a toss up. We'd have more people to kind of help escape. But if we were to get out of here, we could also come back with more help. Mm hmm. Don't even know where here is. We don't. But we would <sighs> if we can get out. This would not be the first giants I've felled. I look at the one who was trying to break open the lockers. <laughs> and doing a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah. Guess who got them open? We Jesus. kicked the shit out of those lockers. <laughs> and they got up because they get they and they got open because they got scared. How many workers were there again? I'm sorry. A total of nine. Four with the machine and five with the um, with mining. So there was, we, if we all have, thing, if we all, do we all have our own weapons now? I believe everyone does. Yeah, so we do. We have, so there's the three of the original batons and the whip. Mm -hmm. and Plus then we have our team. Because if we can give the, the, the spare batons to them, they might be able to fight themselves. All right. Most people are brave. They just need a chance. So what is the plan? What are you guys gonna, intending to do? I think somebody should I could make send a distraction. A, I can send uh, a private message as well to each of the... Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, because somebody could make a, um, a distraction or even just two distraction, and then I can give them the rest of the batons to the, to the guys. Okay. So... Uh, you're going to try and use um, you're going to use telepathy on one of the one of the toilers. On um, is that the one of the workers? Yes. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. I'm going to try and. Yes. So they will not be surprised. Okay. Kind of wait for a signal that we give to attack at the same time. Okay. I'm going to introduce myself Um, to all of you for the first time. I'm going going to say, my name um, is Amber. It is an honor to fight beside you. Be an honor if only we get out of here. No one else wants to share their name. They're just going to keep Seamus. <laughs> you have a I familiar look share. about you, Seamus. It seems like you're the only one that actually has your wits about in this strange, <laughs> this strange land. I think perhaps it's a fortunate twist of fate that we are cellmates. Yeah. Now, um, uh, Paloma. You don't have eye contact with these uh, beings that you're going to try and reach out into their minds. You're vaguely aware of the fact that there's also two other creatures. How are you going to know which mind to grab, to to touch, to knock on? That is a good point. I guess like, so I can't tell the difference between them. With not, my... not not just by the yeah. telepathy alone. Like essentially, you'd ha- once you have established contact, I would say that you can uh, continue contact after that. But um, to make initial contact, you could reach in and grab a random mind in that room. I'm going to roll to see which one you get. Oh, no. I, that's There's a, what two, I... a two in 11 chance that you'd get one that you didn't want. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's uh, fine. Oh, God. That's what you're going to do? To right. shed. Oh, okay. Is that a ranged yeah, I thought you were saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, probably not. That's a little bit too risky. If I can't tell the difference with my antenna, fine. Then Seamus so, should be able to do the same thing as he's kind of sneaking around and passing on. I'll be the distraction. All can right. you cover me? Can you cover me, Shen? I don't know your name. Did you share your name back? Uh, yes, I would have. Okay. Uh, it's like <laughs> I, I would have said uh, something along the lines. It's like. Uh, personal names aren't usually given to to us, but I did something to get one. Uh, people call me Shen. Shen, can you cover me? Anywhere you are in this room. All right, I'm going to be the distraction. <laughs> All right, so I think this sounds like we're uh, getting ready for an initiative roll. Um, just essentially just to keep track of who's doing what when. Uh, even though combat hasn't started yet. Uh, So uh, everyone can roll a 2d6, add your savvy, and um, for careers, I think that scoundrel is appropriate if you're sneaking, and warrior or soldier is appropriate if you're fighting for this. Uh, And I would say that mystic is appropriate if you are using psionics to try and talk to someone. So I think all of you have a career that you can add to this scene. At least roll the five, so. All right. Uh, You need a nine. So uh, did anyone else get a... Did anyone beat a nine? Yeah. Uh, Hmm. I got an 11. An 11? I got a 15. A 15? Is that a mighty success? Uh, it is not. It's one short. Oh, I wow. could a fortune point, though. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, I don't know if it's worth it for on an initiative roll. That's what I was just going to ask. Because, be, mostly because the benefit of a mighty success on an initiative roll is the same as spending a fortune on your turn, which is getting oh. a bonus die. Gotcha. So, yeah. so I've rolled a six, but 
depending on what I can use for initiative, because I'm not sneaking. I'm just going to stride out there and be like, you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is my yeah, plan. You, you, you can uh, add warrior to this. You can add warrior right. to this. So right. that is six, seven, eight. And what is the base for it? Uh, savvy. Savvy. Ah, just missed it. But okay. So I'm going to ride with it. <laughs> all right. So Paloma. Um, you are sending out the psychic message. Are you going to get to where you have eye contact with one of the, or you can at least make visual contact yeah. with one of them? I'm going to sneak, yeah, and try right. and get Go ahead and give me a, a savvy plus, I think detective would be actually okay at sneaking. <laughs> so you can okay. add that as well. Uh, I got plus three, so... Why can't I do math right now? Uh, 11. Okay. So um, with with an 11, you are unnoticed and you reach out to the mind of one of the red creatures, which you recognize what it is because you are familiar with this, these, this species. They're called the Derg. They are from a high gravity planet that does not get very much sun. Uh, it's a red, they ha- it has a red dwarf star. Uh, that they power all of their their civilization through geothermal power at the core of their world. And they're excellent engineers and miners. Also, because they're from a very high-gravity planet, they are very short, stout, and strong. Um, but you reach out to one's mind. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give him a roll to see how he reacts to, to that. <laughs> Ding dong. Hi. Yeah. So. Ding dong. Um, yes, hostess. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he rolled pretty good. He actually doesn't freak out. Um, he's like, uh, what do you say when you uh, re- reach out to him? He, 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 he grants you admittance to. Uh, uh, do not be afraid. I am a friend. One of my friends will be coming around and passing on a weapon. We're going to escape. Be ready. He he nods, even though he's not. He doesn't see you uh, to look at you and nod, but he uh, he nods and all the same. So actually, he just mind mind sends back to you. Like we will. We've been waiting for this moment. Pass on the message. Yeah, carefully as you can. Anarchy. (laughs) All right. So um, go ahead and. you you sending that message doesn't take you, I think, your whole round. So was there anything else you wanted to do? Um, other than sneak into that position. I mean, I just kind of want to if I can reach more of them, I kind of just want to keep doing that sneaking. Sure. And- you there are two groups of them. You can uh if you if you sneak further around the corner where you can look at the group that has the the red gas around them, you if you yeah. You'll you'll be able to send it out again. Okay. Right? Yeah, that is what I. Would so do. that you 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 reach out to two different groups of derg and uh, let them know that a rescue is a, a, a diversion is coming and a rescue is going to be happening. All right. Uh, who else rolled to go in the top of the round? Uh, that would be me. Okay. So what are you planning to do? Uh, I am probably going to be kind of holding my action back uh to for when uh amber goes to attack uh to just 
draw some something's attention. Uh, okay. But when they go to uh, go after, I'm going to take a shot at them. All right. Okay. So she's you have a hell. So you're going to have a held action to fire once she has gained essentially gained an antagonist. Yes. Right. All right. So right. that's that's easy. And then and withheld actions, as long as you say what it is you're holding to do, you can interrupt it. Okay. All right. So then at the mid round, I think or I think that's everyone that went at the top. So at the mid round, um, I guess there's nothing really that's going to happen at the mid round because the thing that gets everyone to notice uh, hasn't happened yet. So you're going to go. I'm going to let Amber go before we start the mid round just because they don't have anything to react to yet. So, yeah, so you, you, what is your right. distraction? I'm hefting my sword and my shield, and I'm just going to stride around the corner right into the middle of the room, and I'm going to shout, You! I'm Amber the Brazen. Throw down your weapons. This is your one chance to avoid conflict. And I'm going to start to, uh, I'm going to cast Lightbearer and start to glow. <laughs> oh, fun. I'm getting ready. Uh, so roll Ooh. cast Lightbearer. Uh, I believe it's right. a major action to cast. Um, but you can also, one of the things that's fun about that spell is once you can use it to light up, but you and can also I've disperse the... it like a flash grenade. If you yep. want to. <laughs> I'm getting it ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, okay. uh, so I am rolling savvy plus it, it's either savvy or since you're a paladin, I'd say you could use flare instead if you want, but flares uh, too. I will use that. <laughs> so use flare plus your, um, paladin, paladin uh, and then you need to get a nine, a ten or better. I'm gonna use fortune. On oh wait, that. you have your shield. You have your shield. Uh, you, it counts as a uh, casting focus, so you only need a nine. Okay, I'm gonna use a, a, a point of a fortune on that one. Okay, okay. six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, uh, the spell goes off, and you are a glow. Uh, so you are just glowing, blazing, golden, <laughs> golden glow around you and you have definitely created a massive diversion by doing that all eyes uh, on me <laughs> to, to uh both of the uh creatures which paloma recognizes as Daraxians. uh Daraxians are a very large genetically engineered species that are often used as mercenaries um, for wars and stuff. Uh, they they are genetically engineered to be incredibly hardy and tough and strong, um, and they that is what is charging at um, Amber. Um, they each have the weapons that they're each carrying are shock stabs, not shark but shock batons, shock stabs. So. Uh, they also have whips, uh, but they are switching to the staves, and uh, which is normally a two-handed weapon, but for them it's one-handed. Um, and they're running up to attack you with that. That means that Shen, your held action was yes. to fire at one of them. Yep. New because I'm from orbit. <laughs> so go ahead and roll to hit with your shot. All right. So. This would be my. It's savvy plus ranged. Savvy plus ranged. And 2d6. And 2d6. And my bonus die for using my uh, big big gun. 
You, no, no, no. That's to damage. The, oh, that's that, the damage. Yes. Okay. All right. So. Oh, that is a 14. I rolled a 10. Got plus four. All right. Uh, that definitely hits. Um, uh, and yeah, so you hit the you hit the Durax and how for damage roll 3d6 uh, 3d6 keep two plus one so 3d6 drop that one i got a 10 10 damage now for context for those Shit. watching <laughs> That's a 10 lot. damage 10 damage is how much hit points or in this game is called lifeblood a hero or villain typically has 10 hit 10 lifeblood you did 10 damage in one hit which would be enough to kill a, a, a full-grown adult human in one shot it is not enough to kill a durax however uh you the the duraxian the duraxian's skin is this golden pebbly stuff that also reduces damage that they take so instead of 10 damage, he took eight. And this enemy okay, okay. you found out also is not a pawn. <laughs> All right. We're he's definitely not a pawn. Uh, he, is, he is hurt. He is angry. He bellows loudly, but he does not drop from that hit. Um, okay. Really quickly. Uh, mm -hmm. I forgot to do this before, but Gerbo the Druid uh, spent a, a redeemed some points that we have here on the channel. So we have mm. a reroll. It's up to you, Chris, um, whether or not you'll allow rerolls or not. I will level. allow them because I have been watching the channel and I am familiar with the the way you guys do that. And I like that. So all right. All right. Uh, We've got a so, special reroll in there. Uh, I will also I, I, I will also take. Um, if someone wants to spend their reroll to refresh uh, two fortune points instead, <laughs> I will let them do that if if nice. they'd rather do that than a reroll. All right, all right. Okay. So, um, but yeah, just if someone keep can monitor that and let me know when you guys have them, uh, that would be great. I, I did. Uh, thank you, did Gerbo. Yes, thank you, Gerbo. Uh, can I redeem rerolls? You're gonna give me. <laughs> I didn't roll enough damage. Just specify it. This is a reroll for the GM specifically. Yeah. <laughs> we'll like, curse you, Gerbo. <laughs> I think that's something we are going to do later. It's like a, a DM specific. Oh, man. And then the whole cast goes boo, and the DM cackles. And if the DM doesn't cackle, I'll cackle for them. <laughs> All right. So um, the that was at the in the bot in the bottom of the round. Did, was there anyone that? didn't act yet i believe i didn't go uh, yes you are sneaking into position uh and the 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 dura the well you don't know what it is but the big yellow ogre thing is charging yeah it's like an ogre kind it's not our it's, first giant yeah. it's, 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 it's a it's a rock ogre it has rock skin for some reason. So it's some charging weird subspecies of troll. <laughs> yeah, it's charging from the southern node of the room uh, with a big two-handed staff that is it's like lit, lit up with electricity. And it's coming and it gets to be within about 15 feet of her, which it's already starting to swing because it, of how long its arm is. Uh, and then it gets shot and, and stops uh, for a minute. Oh, Oh wait, they did I never resolved their attacks. Sorry. 
Yep. The, I, I, yep. For, I forgot something. Uh, that, <laughs> kind of important. All right. So the one that Buffering. gets shot doesn't drop. He staggers, but doesn't drop. And then uh, swing. He, instead of hit going at Amber, is going to run past her or uh, run past her to hit the guy that just shot him. Big gun. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Uh, Chucking batons is your bad. You're like, no, no. The, the bad news is he rolled a nine on the dice, which, ah! means, which is not, you know, it's not a guaranteed hit, but he also has bonuses to hit as well. So he has a plus three to hit. So he got a total of 12. You're about to be uh, glad for that. Heavy so armor. that means that <laughs> if you have a defense of less than three, uh, actually, if you have a defense of three or less, he would hit you. Which I'm uh, assuming that is the case. Yep. So base defense on uh, the character is zero. I didn't mm-hmm. uh, hear what I got for uh, armor. Is it just the protection? Uh, armor is just the protection, okay. and that is more than enough. Like the, okay. getting damage yeah. reduction is way better than getting a defense bonus. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so um, you you will get hit, but in this game system, you have options when you get hit. The last option is take the damage, right? Before that, you can also tr- attempt to do an active defense like a parry or dodge. Uh, in your case, I don't think dodge will work because dodge gives you a plus, a retroactive plus two to your defense. So he did, he hit you by more than three, so dodge mm-hmm. would not be enough. But if an enemy hits you exactly or hits you by one, that's the time you use dodge, right? And um, you can attempt to parry uh, because you're using a two handed rifle and it's almost like an improvised weapon. I will let you parry with it, but it's at minus one. Uh, So you would have to tie or beat his attack roll, which is a grand total of 12. But if you want to do that, you would do 2d6 plus savvy minus one. And if you get a 12 or better, you successfully parry. or the other option you have is to yield advantage, right? And yielding advantage is your character uh, <laughs> takes a, a couple steps back and is kind of pushed back in the fight, right? This is in a swashbuckling movie. This is the part where the two people are fighting and the one guy gets pushed up the staircase or mm-hmm. into the rails of the ship or something like that, right? So you, you would, So you can either be forced back and take no damage, but you would then only have one point of advantage left which you don't want to lose that last advantage because then you're defeated, right? Mm. So you, you, but you would, you, there is no consequence to losing any advantage prior to getting down to, to zero, right? So you could yield advantage, you could take the damage, or you can attempt to parry. So I am going to attempt to parry. Okay. Uh, so, and there's no cost to attempt to try, you can try to parry, and if you fail, you can always yield advantage as plan B. Right. So it's uh, 2d6 plus your savvy plus uh, melee minus one. And you can always choose to spend a fortune point uh, to give yourself that extra die. Okay. Yeah. So let me. I think also during your turn, I believe one of the actions that you can take if you lose advantage is to spend your turn to get back advantage. Right. Uh, yes, that with with a condition. Uh, so getting your bearings, uh, you can use it to gain back a point of advantage, but you can't, the precondition is you cannot have been attacked for an entire turn. 
So you have to essentially have no enemies trying to kill you for a round before you can get your bearings. So yeah, I'm going to try to parry. Mm -hmm. So I have basically just 2d6 plus 2 because my melee minuses uh, balances out the minus 1. Let's see. I got... I got an 11. That's uh, almost enough. You need a 12. So uh, if you spend a fortune point, you will succeed. I will spend that fortune point. All right. You spend the fortune point and block with your uh, disruptor rifle. Um, It uh, you avoid taking it would have been four points of damage if it had hit you. Uh, So that that was good. and the other one is charging through this red miasma, uh, and it is coming to the closest person to him, which is Amber, right? Who is also Hi. getting people's attention. And it comes at Amber and swings its um, swings its shock baton. It rolled a six, and it has plus three to hit, so it got a total of nine. What is your defense, Amber? My defense is two with my shield on. Nice. So he swings. He swings the um the thing, and your shield, you'll with the shield and block it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, and that puts us onto a new round. So a new initiative, everyone. Mm. Where the, or or I wait, did I miss get... someone? I'm sorry, I skipped someone. Uh, was I able to Seamus, get them? Seamus, yeah. now it's your turn. My bad. It, it is your turn, Seamus. Was I able to get them to um, weapons? Yeah, uh, some batons to them. Uh, you're trying to sneak them some batons. Uh, go ahead and roll me a savvy plus scoundrel. And you can roll this with a bonus die because you're sneaky. Seven, Okay. Uh you they they do not notice you uh given all of the um excitement that's now going on. Uh you manage to get be unseen and distribute uh weapons to the group in the southern node of the room. Not the room not the area with the red gas, but the area the southern area. Uh you do note however that um these these creatures the items they have on them are also pretty serviceable weapons pickaxes one of uh, two one of them has a mining laser that might actually be better than the shock the shock baton as a weapon uh however they won't say no thanks they will take the they say what about the keys (laughs) one of them says to you get about get these off me where you haven't seen a key Where, since yeah, you got here. Say, uh, are, do you happen keys. to have? Wait, do you happen to have one of those square those squares with the button on it on your person that they? Can I see? do. I have one of those those buttons on it. He says, "Use that." <laughs> You're like, <laughs> you you Does do you push have... do you push the button or what do you do? I I have no idea what pushing a button means. I just like he says, "Use oh. that." He points to it. It's like, may I borrow that for a minute? <laughs> I give it to him. 
He you pushes take the, the button. card and you just like he pushes the button and them. holds it down. He pushes the button and holds it down for a couple of seconds, <laughs> and all of the one by one, all of the all of the manacles just fall off, uh, in order of which one is closest to the button, uh, as he holds it down, right? Kind of and he's like, thank you. Such strange magic. Like it's not magic; it's technology. All right, and so, uh, something, but you you managed to free you managed to to release their fetters, and uh, now we're on a new round. All right, so now it's a new initiative. I rolled bad. I uh, oh, no. and um, uh, I I think it's uh, uh, Chris, go ahead and take a fortune point because I skipped your turn. I om- I almost okay. Almost went that way. Hey. I'm going to use a fortune point on initiative this time. I really don't want to go after this huge guy. Oh, sure. That, see, <laughs> yeah. Now, that's the time when using a fortune on initiative is is actually a good call of yeah. when it's the difference between you succeeding and failing. That's that's when it's a really good time to use it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, okay. So, uh, who do we have at the top of the round? We have, I, I, I heard Amber. Who else? Yep. I got it with the thanks to fortune. Nope. I'm glad I've got so much of it. <laughs> Let's, well, Amber's in the thick of the fight anyway, so we will begin with her. Uh, so you have just been attacked and mit- and managed to avoid being hit by this big ogre thing with a big electrical staff that he tries to hit you with. Um, what, what do you cool. do next? Uh, question. What kind of action is expending the spell that I've already cast? Ah, expending the spell. Um, let me see. It's light bearer. Yep. Um, the caster can choose to expend the spell in order to blind enemies in a dazzling flash of light. Range increment. So it's a major action to do it. It's a major action to expend. Ooh. Yeah. Is the yeah. other guy still within range of the spell? Uh, guy that's attacking Shen. Yeah, I, I will point out that you can't. Like make it so that your allies will just not be blinded by this too. <laughs> I have a uh, I have mastery. Blindness does not affect allies. Oh, awesome! Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, you have that spell. You you have that spell mastered. I, uh, I or, you... or is that mastery just always in the description? Does that not mean no? It? I, I have it's mastery. Always, mastery yeah, is always in the oh, description. Oh, okay. It, 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 it's it, it's. I just have it. I just copied and pasted the stuff from the. Got you. Uh, okay, so no, I don't think I have any masteries yeah. in that case. Okay, because if if never you, mind, if mm. you have it mastered, you also get a bonus die whenever you cast a spell. Okay, like, I, I do so not have all my spells every, mastered. So uh-huh, every spell when it's mastered gives us its own special ability, but in general, mastering spells also gives you more arcane power and a bonus die to cast that particular spell. All right, so... All right. In that case, I will not expend that. That'll be great to warn Paloma to warn other people to close their eyes when I start to glow in the future. There you uh, go. I <laughs> am going to do... Should I attack? He's fresh. I am going to cast... Should I cast bolster defense or should I just attack him? Choices. I feel like he will wreck me if he hits me. You you can always choose to do both, which is you can split your action mm. to take minus two at casting and minus two at attacking. Mm. So you could mm-hmm. attack him and cast a spell, but it's at minus two to do each one. Tempting, tempting. Uh, you know what? YOLO, I'm going to do it. I'm going to split. Okay. I'm going to go for it. YOLO. All right. Okay, spell first. Here we go. Okay. Boxcars! Oh, for real. 
for real. All right. So I'm going to biff a, the a, attack, though. Watch this. All right. <laughs> First on the spell, so, Says bolster defense. Yeah. So bolster defense, you you mastered that. Or no, you didn't master it. You, you um, sorry, mighty success cast that spell. Uh, normally, it, the way the spell works is it increases your defense by um, plus one for a number of rounds equal to your career. And you, the target gains a D three plus one protection. Are you putting this on your? Was the plan to put it on yourself? Yes. <laughs> okay. Pick one other person within. Um. W- w- actually, you can see every pretty much anyone except. Um. Y- y- I I think that. Um. If I can see Shen, I'm putting it on Shen. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Say, <laughs> I, I was gonna say. Uh, uh, Seamus is, I think, a little bit too far for you to cast on him, but instead of affecting one target, it's going to affect two because you got a mighty success. Excellent. I will drop that on Shen. Okay. And now... So both of you get plus one to your defense and uh, a D3 of protection uh, on top of whatever you already have. So instead of a D6 plus one, Shen's protection gives him a D6 plus one plus th- a D3. Nice. Excellent. And uh, that's going to last. Um, I think only one round. My career is only a one. Ah, I'm doubling the duration as well. So Ooh, two rounds. It, yes. Yeah, for two rounds, uh, an extra D3 of protection and a plus one to your defense. And you may also um, take your. What did you get on your attack roll? Uh, let's see. I literally just rolled snake eyes. <laughs> oh my! Literally just rolled snake eyes. Yes. Okay. So, uh, you, so you then, the plan was to swing through with the sword, right? Yep. Okay. So you're swinging the sword, and it gets the uh, its staff and like whirls it around your sword. It, this thing has fought before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it whirls your around your sword. I'm going to give it a free attempt to disarm you. All right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and um, where are we? Okay, so I think that's might plus melee, and this guy is strong. All right, he got uh, he got a nine plus. Um, hey, did you? I don't suppose you had that free reroll, did you? Um, he got a nine on the dice plus um, five. I want to say yeah, five. He so he got a total of fourteen. Oh. Yeah, got time to go to roll, reroll. It might be a good time. Do we to use, use the rerolls re-roll. on DM rolls too, or just on our own? No, role? no. Uh, th- th- this. Uh, oh, for th- my. This would be for your your my crit fumble. fail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you use fortune on a crit fail? Uh, only if um, you can change use it to change a crit fail into a regular failure. Uh, you can also. I'm gonna do that. Um, you ha- there's there's a boon called the Devil's Own Luck that lets you spend two fortune to re-roll a roll, right? Okay. So. I'm I'm gonna turn that into a regular fail and save okay. for okay, cool, knows, cool then. All right, next. so you you your swing goes wide instead of and he ducks under it instead of whirling trying to whirl the sword out of your hand because that would I, th- I have a feeling that would have gone flying across the room. <laughs> yep, and then I'd just be hitting this guy with a shield. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, hey, that's, hitting a guy with a shield does some some decent damage. It's still something. <laughs> All right. All right. Who else was at the top of the round? Uh, I did have a 10 for initiative. Then it is your turn, sir. 
All right. Uh, so I got the guy who I just... Uh, is there a penalty to using range right up close? Um, uh, for, for shooting into like a point blank situation? Uh, no. Oh, wait, I uh, not, still have to re- reload this. Yeah. 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 But that, that said, yeah, you, you have, you haven't done your reload action yet, yep. uh, which if you, if you would like to do that, you can, uh, mm-hmm. although it's, um, uh, it, the way that works is you can automatically as a minor, as a minor action, you can just automatically achieve one reload action or if you want to risk it for the biscuit, which a person with a soldier career is apt to do, yep. you can roll 2d6 plus savvy plus ranged plus soldier. And if you get an 11 or better, you accomplish two reload actions in a minor action. I'm going to do that because so you, I... that means you, you could cock the thing, reload it and fire it again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Nice. So with with because just because with all that, I already have like a base of six. Yep. Yeah. So I need a chance. I need to just get a five. Yep. And I hit a five. Awesome. All right. So you so you whirl around like so you manage to parry its hit, whirl around it while you're you're parrying. Reloading (laughs) it. You're reloading it while you're turning. Just like backing up, doing like the the like the the spin down to one knee and just bring it back up and mm-hmm. and then fire. Yep. So go ahead and roll to hit. Roll to hit. That is I got an eight plus four. So twelve. That definitely hits. All right. Yeah. And this one is also you had already shot this guy. Yep. So he had already taken, I think, eight damage after vaporize soap, him. After protection. So <laughs> go ahead and roll the damage. It's three d six, three d six plus one. Uh, three d six keep two plus one. Yep. Uh, so that is eleven. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like he he doesn't he doesn't just die. He like you shoot him and this orange like outline of the place that you shot the outline gets bigger and bigger and there is nothing but falling dust in the place where the outline expands and he like screams as he's like disintegrated from the shot <laughs> I, I like do that and i just whisper to myself 360 no uh no scope headshot <laughs> <laughs> just like the simulation yeah <laughs> Alright. So then it's um I also uh, got a buffy initiative. Okay. So what is, is I what is Paloma doing? We didn't decide on what the signal is for go. It was I a gunshot. They, they are pretty they, I think they already have assumed that the signal was carnage. Um I was going to attack the one that was fighting with Shen, but it's gone. So it's dead. I am not really a combat person, so I am going to try and probably just go and investigate the way out of here. Okay, which way? There are as as far as you are aware, 
There are three exits to this room. The one that you came through, probably not the one you want to take. Uh, but there is the northeastern side. There is a solid door. And on the northwestern side, there is just an archway like a, a so there you can just walk through. It's like an open, open archway. Where, um, then again, there is in the room, the previous room, there's also a door that goes to the east in that room as well that you could backtrack to go through. Weren't there were things that were going in and out, right? Uh, there were mine carts that I think uh, that are like automated that are carrying that that are carrying um, the finished uh, ingots. They're, yeah, they're carrying ingots into the western hallway. Oh, that would just like go back in. Hmm. I'm actually not sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, delay wanna... my time. Yeah, okay, that's fine. All right. Um all right. Was there anyone else before the mid-round? All right. On the mid-round, the Durax, <laughs> as you might call oh, it, an boy. ogre. <laughs> the ogre that just barely managed to uh not knock your sword out of your hand. Oh, is going on. to try and hit you again with the uh, shock, the shock staff. Uh, he rolled a six. Uh, he has a plus. I want to say plus three to hit. Um. Yep, plus three. So a Damn nine. My. That he, no, no way. You're, my you, defense is three right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the spell, with the spell up, you, he has no chance. <laughs> Bash that out of the way. So he's like, he tries to hit you and and doesn't. And now it's at the bottom of the round because the, the he was a retainer. He's not a villain, so he doesn't get multiple actions. So um, then at the bottom of the round, I believe um, anyone else at the bottom? Yeah, I was at the bottom. Yeah, so um, Seamus, you've just so armed, armed, and you've armed and uh, un unfettered the dwarves in the southern part of the room. Uh, there is... Uh, you saw the one get disintegrated up in the. It's like, man, that shit. That Shen is a powerful wizard if he knows disintegrate. I, I don't want to mess with that. that. <laughs> a powerful wizard. That staff, the staff St of the Archmage. Weirdest but, looking staff of the Archmage no, I, I've ever seen. But. I know it's a weird looking, like weird, weird looking wand right there. But holy shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but you also see Amber uh, fighting for her life against one of these uh, giant ogre things as well. So, so all of the uh, the dwarves they are unshackled. The right? <laughs> they are these dwarves. <laughs> they're, they're Durg. They're, they're Durg. short. Dwarves. They're stocky. They don't they're have beards. They don't have beards. They don't have beards or any body hair that. So you So they're young see, dwarves. Actually. They haven't grown in yet. It's okay. They're shaved dwarves. <laughs> so you're dwarves are born with beards. Everyone knows this. <laughs> that's how they. Oh, that's how dwarven the midwives deliver the infants. They you, reach you and say grab dwarves. The you you say dwarves, and he up. says no, Durg. <laughs> Dwarf Durg. <laughs> All right. So the uh, what do you what? Yes, you have freed them, and you have. Uh, I'm going them. to go attack the uh, the ogre. All right. Uh, are you going to do this noisily or stealthily? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, like, is there any way that I can, like, so, like, so how far is he away from me, like, right now? Uh, like, you, attack him you, from behind. He, Let's flank he him. He is actually about at least 50 feet from you because he charged across the room to get to her. Yeah. 
Uh, he's you're basically standing where he was before. So um, it, it would take you your minor action to cross the distance to get. And is it all like flat? Days. Is it all like a flat surface? It is. It's flat, but the floor it has like a lot of that dust on it. Uh, it's not like it's it, look, there's the din of battle. I don't know that the the noise of your boots on the ground is going to make that much noise. I'm no, just no, no. I was just hoping that it's like a little bit elevated. That way I can run up and jump on them. Well, because the, my <laughs> yes, you can. The, the, actually, there's a pillar behind him and also a mine cart that you can jump on. Jump on I was oh, going to yeah. say, jump but, on one of the mine cars and ride at him. <laughs> that's that's what Perfection. I'm going to do. I'm going to take one of the, like, I'm going to free, I'm going to, I'm going to ride the, the, the mine cart and I'm no. literally just going to do like on there. Oh, cool. And I'm going to stab him. All right. So <laughs> this. This sounds like a gambit. Right? Yes. And so one of the one of the rules in the Tome of Intriguing Options uh, we have is called a gambit. And uh, the, the gambits let you essentially it's a minor action uh, that you can use as kind of a catch all thing to do stuff that the rules don't have any description of how to do. And I think the specific, the descriptions I had were in a mine and someone was using a mine cart to ram someone with it. So we'll yes. go, we'll Ride go that with shit that. On in. So, um, all right. So, whoops. Uh, uh, so why don't you roll uh, daring plus um, scoundrel, I think. Uh, roll daring plus scoundrel, and if you succeed, the your attack move. your attack is going to hit him. Uh, if you succeed, if you're you either get a bonus die on the attack roll or a bonus die in the damage. I'll let you pick. So or daring plus scoundrel. It's it's daring plus scoundrel, right? On your on your for this minor as a minor action, yeah. as you're going to ride the mine cart across the room. Uh, <laughs> And if you fail, if you fail, something will happen and you'll spill out of the mine cart. So I got a 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so you can attack with a bonus die to hit if you want or use the bonus die on the damage roll. Uh, However, I'll I'll give you a couple of notes about um, sneak attacks and how they work Mm. well in the system. Uh, one of my design goals was to make it so that you could kill someone with one hit with a dagger. I meant to have a sidebar in the book about this, and there wasn't room for it. But if you do a lunge maneuver, that does an extra d6 of damage with whatever weapon you're using. So a dagger normally does a d3 plus one. You do two d- a d3 plus a d6 plus one. You're using a you're using a cutlass, so you would that does a d6. So you would be able to do two d six plus two d six of damage with if you if you hit with a lunge. However, on top of that, there's also something in the game called called shots. A called shot is if you take minus one to hit, you get plus one damage. You can do this up to minus four for up to plus four. Daggers and crossbows are better at called shots, but the cutlass is is a fine weapon to do it with. You get minus four for plus four if you want. This guy is completely surprised by you. You um, are you are getting already a bonus die to hit him. If you use the benefit from the gambit, it would be two bonus dice to hit. So you would be rolling four dice, keep two. 
if you wanted to do a lunge and a called shot for a lot of damage, that that has the potential to kill him in one hit. All in. Chips, all yeah. in. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Okay. <clears throat> the so, other option is you could save your that bonus die for the damage roll, in which case for damage you'd roll 3d6 keep two, which that's also not a bad use of it. But uh, up to you. Would you rather have four dice on the attack and four or, and two dice on the damage or three dice on both? Whichever is the most glorious thing. I know. Don't forget about the, the called shot, though. You got to put four in. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do Let's go all the way. So let's do all the right. four, four dice. Mm-hmm. And called shot. And called shot. All right. Called shot for four. Yep. All right. So, so I'm going to roll 4d6. You should hit him right in the butt. If, he, if the he's going to kill him, I would imagine not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's his weakness. That's his weakness right there. So six. Very few people know this about ogres, but their weakness is, is the butt. <laughs> Just the right cheek. All right. So all it's right, daring so plus melee. Plus the, so, so 10, uh, 6 and a 4. Okay. And you said Darren plus what? Melee. Melee. Darren, so that's 3, so that's 13. Mm-hmm. Minus 4 for the called shot. That so hopefully nine. still hits. It's 9. Oh. Ooh, that's Ooh. close. Does he have a defense of 1 or higher? He does not. He has a defense of zero. Nine is exactly yeah! enough to hit. <laughs> All right. So how many dice did you roll in the attack? Was it three or three or four? It was four. He did four in the attack. Just okay. Made. So for the damage roll, you roll 2d6. Uh, what is your might? Uh, my might is zero. All right. So it's just a raw 2d6, 2D6 plus four. 2d6 plus four. plus four, which is pretty pretty gnarly. Because we called shot to the butt. <laughs> Repeat that again. So I got to roll 26 plus four. 26 plus four. Mm-hmm. So that is 13. Ooh, oh! 13. <laughs> All right. These guys have ex- have 14 oh. hit points. They have 14 lifeblood. Oh, so close. Uh, now, uh, I would say you can spend fortune to add to the damage roll. However, I, they also have very thick skin. Mm, so sad. not only would he would he have one left from that, but he also he rolled a three on his skin's protection. So you did a very palpable hit. You he you have he is grievously half wounded, of his butt is gone. You lopped off uh, a more whole than cheek. half. More than half. A cheek and a half. <laughs> About to say, we got that ham right there. That ham Three. is carved. It's You're okay. Good you, tonight, boys. So you, you, you skid, you skid. The, so you basically, you get a running start, jump into the, jump into the, um, the, the, go, the cart and then get, and you're riding it kind of like Legolas on a shield. And riding it right up until you get to just the purpose, perfect point of momentum and leap off and land in him cut two-handed, the cutlass with two hands, and try to ride down his back like a sail. 
<laughs> like Our a dagger riding down a sail in a movie. And I just take a cheek off. You know what I... <laughs> yeah. You know what I... Would I would love to see, like, a wave of Dirk just running behind him and then just jumping like he did onto this dude and just... Well, you, you, your wish is my command. <laughs> That's what yes! the Dirk... That, the Dirk were not going to just sit there and do nothing. They're here for Christmas dinner! So uh, the dir the Durg are pawns, but they're attacking as a group. So they're ganging up on him. Uh, they're level two pawns, so they all they have a base of uh, plus. They have a base of plus one to hit here. Um, okay, and there's they get plus three because they're in fighting in gangs. So there's there's a whole group of them. So. Oh yeah, they definitely hit. Um yes! they rolled they rolled a nine plus four, right? So uh they got thirteen. That's over the guy's defense by more than by more than four, right? Our so this means not up. only do they not only do they hit, uh, but they get a palpable hit. And I'm gonna also use one of the optional rules from the intriguing options, which is uh uh, auto, like fixed damage for weapons, where it's based on how much you hit by, and this. Hmm. But this one is, if you hit by four or more, you do max damage per die, right? So they Ooh. they hit. Uh, use and I only I you can use this for your regular players if you want, but I use it just for the mini. I, I only use it for the pawns. Mm. But they they hit for. Uh, eight points of damage uh, doing uh, because they're using oh they're using the pickaxes that the, and they also have a high might so they they're using a weapon that does a d6 plus one and they have a might of one just so yeah eight it's damage, the title tap boom eight damage to him and he rolled a one on his uh his skin protection because they he don't have any more skin <laughs> so he you 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 stab him in the in, from behind and he, he like crippled he's like crippled and like drops to one knee it's like you'll pay for that you little and he turns around and is just overwhelmed by a tide of dirt <laughs> with pickaxes he gets one in the eye he like the first one hits him right in the eye socket and he like goes down and they're just like beating him until there he there is like just they're beat they're at some certain point it goes from them killing their enemy to mutilating his corpse with those i was gonna say we have a practice you know i mean they've been pounding on like so that crystal it's like literally like work for them you know yeah <laughs> yeah so um the 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 combat has ended uh, you, you, uh, the the two Dur the the Durax overseers were tough, but uh, they they did not prove enough of a challenge to stop uh to stop you. Uh, what do you guys want to do at this point? We have to move pretty quickly. Um, oh, well, we probably ask them if they know a way out. I was just gonna say, mm. I we'd probably ask them if they know of a way out. All right. So what they will tell you is the north. All right, so the north door. See, uh, whoops. So the northwest leads. All right, northwest leads to the uh, ore smelter, or the the. Or sorry, not the ore smelter. The uh, ore the ore elevator is in the northwest. That hallway is going to slope south, 
We have not been past the far end. There is also a, a the slag disposal is down that way as well. Like every once in a while, some of the some of the um, the automated carts would fill up not with not with ingots but with slag to mm. be t- tossed away, right? And they're all they're both going in the same place, right? Um, but to the east, uh, the eastern exit. Uh, there is, oh, also to the south, uh, one other thing they'll mention is there is a, one of the tunnels there has been closed off, and they use it as a garbage disposal. Uh, and then the eastern way, rooms that they would notice or tell you about that are there are, there's the machine shop that the Takali work in. They fix all of the broken. They they're the ones that put together all these mining lasers and other machinery, and those cantankerous robots. But uh, what else? What was the other room? Are the Takali prisoners as well? Indeed, well, all all but a few are prisoners here. There is there's Zenda Blix. She is the sorcerer scientist who rules this place. And then there is her right-hand man, the Black Black Hawk. (gasps) Take a fortune point uh, for um, for um, Seamus finding out that his uncle, his missing uncle, Black Hawk, is apparently Zenda's right-hand man. No. That can't be. Ah. <laughs> I found him all these years and he's... Someone you know, Seamus? Somebody I used to know. <laughs> yeah. used to know. I'm thinking of that song. Somebody! <laughs> I used to know! <laughs> so, um, also the galley is to the east as well. I will understand if you wish to seek an exit immediately. But I have to go on to free the others. Yes, we'll be behind you. Do you know which way is Zendalix? Zendablix. Zendablix. Yes, we're all the prisoners of Zenda here. Um, So the um, Zenda very well could be in her laboratory. I imagine that she is somewhere on the other side of the Takali. The mm. guards have a tendency to come in and out of the galley. I don't know if that is where they bunk or what, but the galley the galley is not just where we get our food. It seems to be where the majority of the guards live near. I think we should head toward the Takali. And if we can go on to defeat the dark sorceress, the more the better. Okay. I mean, so. ideally, once the sorceress is gone, then the rest of the facility. Yeah. Hopefully, her men will abandon post. Exactly. All right. So your plan to is to move to the southeast, the the southeastern area. Yes. All right. Let me go oh. ahead and capture some more. Uh, more images all right just to and they, their description of what's actually I, I, sh- I could give you more visual than this but 
yeah their description of what's where you you're able to um get a sense that you need to go to the southeast right so which on this area i sent you is area 13 but um, that's the, that's the machine shop is to the southeast of you. Due east of you is the galley. All right. Southeast it is. Mm -hmm. uh, Amber is going to clap her hand to Shen's shoulder before they go and say, thank you for covering me. You are an accomplished mage. <laughs> <laughs> he just like cocks his head at that and just like, thank, thank you. <laughs> just give him like a, a nod firm squeeze like good man <laughs> okay <laughs> head right. on with a, this accomplished mage at my back <laughs> I'll right. just say I've never seen magic missile fired quite such <laughs> with such ferocity, ferocity. Yes. Paloma's oh, yeah. just got the whisper to Shen primitive creatures <laughs> alright so as the group is moving um as the group is moving to the um, to the east, right, uh, you are going to pass the archway that goes into the galley. Uh, is your plan to try and sneak past that area? Because you can hear the sound of people like talking and eating and stuff coming from that area. Yeah, I um, think we sneak past. We try to free as many prisoners as quickly as possible and get to the yeah, uh, the, the Derg, you, you had suggested that the Derg try and make their own way out of here. They're going to go, they're going to go west and see if they can find a way out, use the, use the ore elevator to get out. Mm -hmm. That okay. or the garbage chute, one, one way or the other. One of them, they both lead up to the surface, they assume. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. But uh, you guys are sneaking past uh, the galley. Um, I'll go ahead and have you uh, have. Let's have a roll to see if uh, you can sneak past without being noticed at all, because there's a chance that even if you don't make noise, they might see you walking past. But um, yeah, so each person can roll 2d6. If you have some sort of equivalent of scoundrel or thief or something that would be good at stealth, uh, you may add that. Uh, in the case of the commando, what are your careers again? Survivalist, uh, I, have, I think, was one of them, right? Survivalist is one and soldiers two. And I have servant of zero, but... Serpent? Ser servant. Servant. Servant, yes, yep. yes. Yeah. Are we adding a savvy? Or just the uh, yes, you get sneak. to add your savvy, and if you have okay. sneaky, you get to add the bonus die to that. Cool. Um, then I've got eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Grand total, including your bonus die. Yep. Okay. Oh, including the bonus die. Uh, well, you you take out the highest, you take out the lowest die. Yeah, I did that. Okay, so you got an eleven, uh, Shen. Uh, I got. Ooh. I got a five. No, no. Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm going to make I'm making a grand total of everyone's role. Okay. Uh, because yeah. the and the the way that we're gonna this is also from the intriguing options book. 
is one of the ways that we can resolve like group actions is to um, sum the total. All right. So that means we have a 16 right now and we need uh, nine times four is 36. I got so, a 10. All right. So 26. We're almost there. So Amber. Uh, so Amber. No, no, no pressure, Amber. But like if you fail oh, this, like. Okay. I have. Uh, I do have, uh, I have refugees here. Oh, that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, I, one thing I'll point out is actually with stealth checks uh, in this game system, uh, a fortune point can auto succeed on a stealth check. So oh, you don't yeah. even need to, you don't even need to roll. You can automatically evade notice for a fortune point. Uh, I will also, spend that. <laughs> a fortune point can also auto succeed on a notice check. But yeah, so you, you spend a fortune and you are able to get what you need to get across. Uh, and right. all, all basically, even the least stealthy of you happens to like walk across it right at the moment that someone's back is turned to the. It's like the, everybody's like sneak sneaking, and then I walk through glowing, like just yeah. no. <laughs> oh, is your spell still up? Is your spell still up? Yeah, I haven't expended it. I do dampen it to the brightness of a candle, though, which is as fair as enough. That fair enough. You da- if you dampen it to a candle brightness, it's not going to be like boop, a huge boop, boop, notice. Boop. All right. Who so says then, luck isn't a skill? Yeah, it is exactly. in this game. It is. Uh, flare is the basis of it, but you can get more with uh, various boons and stuff. I, I have a PC that has seven per session, seven fortune at the start of each session right now. Heck yeah. <laughs> Better lucky than good. <laughs> and, and she's she's the engineer on our starship. <laughs> she has seven. I, th- I imagine she does a lot of things like it's making a weird noise, hits it with a hammer, and it just stops. Percussive <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. maintenance. <laughs> Yes. All right. So anyway, uh, you guys sneak past uh, the the galley uh, without make it getting caught, and you make your way over to the direction of the machine shop, where. All right. So at the where the machine shop is, that's room thirteen. Okay. Um. There is a door, uh, and uh, there is a uh, so there is a door, um. <laughs> heading in here it is um shut but not locked yeah good old-fashioned listen against it (laughs) okay uh amber is the one listening so go ahead and roll me a savvy check uh plus excellent uh, you could add i guess you could add refugee to this but you don't also a zero (laughs) uh, just just a flat 2d6 roll six coast is clear (laughs) Uh, you you do hear something right it's just that you don't recognize what the sound is uh there's there's definitely noise uh coming from the other side it sounds like clanking and banging uh and whirring and buzzing uh, and you also hear some idle chatter and very high pitched voices. Is it another golem? It sounds like it sounds like a golem foundry or something. <laughs> uh, does someone else want to take a listen? Or uh, I don't know how long it takes to cast augmented senses, but I will also. Uh... Uh, if the spell doesn't say it is a major action to cast. Okay. There are, so there are very few spells that are a minor to cast. I think there might be one or two that can be cast yeah, as a reaction. I have one. Okay. Oh, I have one of each. Yep. Okay. So I will maybe augment my senses and then 
take a listen. And you could you could have, and the duration on that is um, two hours. Yeah, so you could have cast that ahead of time if you wanted to, but sure. uh, yeah, you basically gain keen vision, keen hearing, keen scent, uh, all all of them for two hours. Uh, and did you roll to cast it? I did not. All right, so go ahead and give me a roll to cast the spell. Okay. Or cast use the psionic ability, because for you it's not a spell. Manifest your power. Yes. Uh, 11. Success. All right. Yes. So uh, this is also, if you ever have to roll to notice something, uh, oh. if you, I'm sorry, if you ever spend a fortune and notice something, roll a d6, and on a four through six, you get to keep the fortune. Point. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, but you also have a bonus die to notice things. Uh, go ahead and roll me the notice check with a bonus die. Okay. That is my savvy plus mm -hmm. detective. Yeah, go ahead, add detective to it. It makes sense to help discern what's what noise is what. Nine plus three, so twelve success. Success. All right. Um, yeah, what you hear the high pitched voices. Uh, you can tell is you can tell that there's probably at least five Takali on the other side, or your guessing is that they're Takali. They could be um, some other small, very small statured species, but they're they sound like Takali. Four males and one female. The various buzzing and clanging and banging sounds is tools being used in the machine shop. So it sounds like they're working and talking while they're working. Hmm. I don't hear any whip cracking or anything like no, that. Can I no, there is no whip crack sound. There is no sound of forced labor. The chit chat is kind of idle and um, okay. like, not. I wouldn't say cheerful because of the situation, but making the best out of a bad situation kind of. They sound like employees yeah. in the back of a Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that there vibe. There, there you go. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Oh wait, that burned to the ground. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <Yum>. <laughs> um, I think it is safe to continue. All I hear are five workers. Okay. Uh, so uh, I open the door. All right, you say, open this the door, door doesn't have a knob. The door, I recognize you, you, the door doesn't have a knob. You touch it. And I'm like, it I'm drawing open. my fist Look, back to push uh, that. Like... You guys don't even see a doorknob on the door. The Lunarian reaches her hand out and touches the door, and it just slides open. Okay. Jim and I look at the door, look at each other, and then we're both like, and, and, and like, it no. doesn't, <laughs> and it doesn't slowly slide open. It just goes instantly sh opening. Uh, and the um, what you see is there are five Takali. They are a short species. They're they are half the height of a Durg. They like they're two feet tall. Durg is like. Oh, right. They're they're like two feet tall. They have um, they have their their skin is pastel. They have pastel colored skin and wild jewel tone hair of a matching color. So like one of them has like pink skin and bright red hair. Another one has like lavender skin yeah. and purple hair and so and so on. Right. Okay. Um, 
they uh, their eyes also match their hair it's like and their eyes are not the they don't have whites there's no scolera in their eyes it's just that jewel tone colored eyes uh they have otherwise very uh delicate features um they're little fey creatures uh that's what you guys think yeah it's the the fair folk they're, 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 they're Don't some trust kind them. of fairies or something or, 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 or pixies or something, but the re- they, they kind of resemble, actually, if, if they kind of resemble troll dolls, those like little, a little bit like that, um, <laughs> but, <clears throat> but more colorful, right? So they are, uh, busy at work, uh, but they do notice you like they look up and go, wait, who are you? <laughs> We're here to rescue you. Aren't you a little short for it? No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Aren't you a little short for a paladin? All right. (laughs) Oh, the uniform. All right. So you, um, they're like, oh, goodness gracious. We've been waiting for a rescue for how long? Uh, So, um, yeah, we're happy. We'd love it for you to rescue us. Where know... are we going? <laughs> Do you know if the dark sorceress is <laughs> beyond either of these doors? Zenda? Ooh, she has a full run of the place. Uh she could be she could be all just about anywhere here. Um so her we... laboratory, her laboratory is not far away. Uh, there's also the supply room. We're not allowed to go in there without someone bringing us. Uh, but she also she has her library and her quarters are close by too. But she could also be in the hangar bay. Hmm. And you the 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 two of you <laughs> from like the fantasy realms are we like, usually find them actually, in the laboratory. Actually, yeah. Amber Amber wouldn't know what a hangar bay is, but actually. Um, uh, Seamus might, because he's from a land with airships and stuff, is like the norm. So you might actually be familiar with the concept yeah, of hangar bay. Ships. I got this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, I'm yeah. familiar with evil wizards in their laboratories. <laughs> yeah. Probably in there. <laughs> They're probably in the laboratory. Yes. So... She could be she she's probably somewhere in the either east or east, eastern part of the building, or she may be out meeting with clients. Well, trafficking and more humans, despicable. Well, <laughs> trafficking she's trafficking in, in chromatium is what she's trafficking. She the the the, the workers with jobs, he he the, the guy guy says in with little air quotes, are just a means to an end. She's too cheap to hire more robots is the problem. Right. Like, uh, the true evil. Capitalism. Corporate greed. <laughs> Guess how we got captured. We responded to a job interview. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unpaid internship, they call it. Uh. <laughs> just leaving we- away. Get we weren't we were getting that. paid an exposure. She has bounty hunters. She has bounty hunters that go into the wastes. She has bounty. She pays bounty hunters who go into the wastes Shop and re- recover vanished and recover vanished and bring them back here. Uh, but for us, we were stupid enough to just to just respond to an ad for a job. 
Oh my god! So, so do not, not speak so poorly of yourselves. You're not they, stupid. They, you were tricked. Yeah, she she deceived us. I was promised dental and everything, <laughs> healthcare, a four hundred one k. These poor creatures. <laughs> so, um, uh, what what they they also have a lot of information more, they have more information about this planet because they grew up here they've lived here oh. since the day they were born right is what you will find out when you talk to them a little bit oh. they um, will be able to help the dwarves navigate once they escape i think it is important uh, you meet up with them what planet are we on oh you're on the world of rubicon 4 it is the fourth planet from the the stars of Rubik the the star Rubicon. Am I familiar um, with Rubicon Four? Um. So the question is, which moon are you from? Planets. Are you from the moon of Earth, or are you from a moon in general? I'm not from the moon of Earth. Okay, then you I, are another from moon. a moon. You are from another moon called Ijax. And you are very familiar with Rubicon because okay. Ijax is the moon that orbits around Rubicon, right? Okay. So Rubicon 4, all right, uh, is a, the fourth planet in the, in the star system. It is a binary star system. There are two red stars in the system. So the sky, the night sky, the the day's sky has two red suns. Uh, it, uh, and this planet, as, as any Ijaxian knows, uh, this planet is essentially a. It attracts weirdness to it, mm. right? Uh, people that have disappeared from hell, different mouse. points in time and space have appeared here and as an ijaxian you refer to this phenomenon as the temporal parallax and it's not it's not just across space it is across time as well oh my god so, the american aviator pre-made makes sense now it's yeah. amelia Earhart. <laughs> yes so yeah so the, i i gave i gave a pile of like 25 pre-generated characters to people to pick from and one of them was an american aviatrix who disappeared in the 1930s uh, but you could have, but but there was also like uh, a guy from the 1600s. There was a guy from the 19th, the the 19th century. Uh, there was a caveman. I think in just one of the. Imagine being that guy just watching. So the you, <laughs> so you, it, it's not just people from. It's not just from across different uh, places, but people from Times. across different points of time uh, that have been pulled here. Uh, what essentially when they disappear from their own world, uh, Rubicon is the name of the star, the the brighter of the two stars in the binary system. The the less they're, they're both red, but the less powerful star is called Callista. Um, mm. And Rubicon is named for the main god in the Rubiconian pantheon. Callista is named for the secondary god in the in the pantheon. And Ijax is the name of the moon. <laughs> Uh, Ijax is the name was the name of the son of Rubicon and Callista, who is considered a god of mischief, uh, and is uh, allegedly created the no dangerous nocturnal creatures that prowl the planet. However, 
being from IJAX, you don't uh, you don't uh, consider yourself, you know, mischievous <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, you you the IJAXians or the Lunarians is what you call yourselves because you're the people of the moon. Uh, the Lunarians regard Rubiconians as backward and barbaric. Uh, the planet is chaotic and dangerous. And now that you know that's where you're at, like your memory starts flooding back about what this place is and what it is like and how you would have gotten here. Um, like, my so, God, it's Alabama. And, and once, <laughs> once, actually, once that once the, the Takali are explaining to you guys how this all works uh, and how vanished people have uh, have appeared and disappeared and stuff here, uh, I would invite you then, uh, you each out on your character sheet, I think, had an origin story. If you want, uh, you, you can share that of how it was that you ended up on this planet. Because your memory, once they explained it, your memory comes flooding back. Uh, so I can start. Uh, you studied at the Academy in the grandest city, Crystal City on Luna. You excel in philosophy and study of mind and its mastery over the body and learn to channel its power even externally. As a psionicist, your skills made you a natural choice to enter the field of commerce, but your passion for justice led you to join the police. So you might use your gifts to right injustice. You are pursuing a gang into the caverns beneath the city when you got lost in a network of tunnels. Mm -hmm. All right. And that's the last thing you remember is you got caught. You got you were in these tunnels. You couldn't you didn't know where you were. And when you walked out of the tunnels, you were you were you were like, oh, oh, frack. And you realized that you walked out and land ended up on Rubicon. Uh, the the um the Lunarians severely restrict commerce and travel to here. Like you, you guys have more advanced tech uh, than the locals on the surface of this planet. You have spacefaring ships and so on, but this planet is kind of like a hazard zone of don't go here because it's dangerous. Uh, so you ended up here by accident, right? Um, then uh, who who can? How about the the uh, synthoid? So the the synthoid's little backstory was uh, uh, I was canted five years ago to be a soldier for the Hilatonin Confederation, which was at war with invaders from another galaxy. Partway through your mission to secure the jungle planet of Pedrick Four. Mm -hmm. Your squad was ambushed. You and your siblings fought bravely, and the enemy was routed. Your commander ordered you and your siblings to pursue them, but as you ran through the jungle, you became separated from the group, and your comms were completely jammed. Unable to make contact, you spent the night in a cave. When you emerged, it was not the lush green jungle uh, uh, jungle outside, but the uh, red sand of Rubicon 4. Yes, so that you remember how you got to the planet. Uh, Amber, how did you get here? So my backstory doesn't actually say what I was last doing or how I, how I got here. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, I, I imagine that I was like charging to defend off some brigands who were waylaying a caravan. <laughs> that is what I imagine. Okay. I was like, hobgoblins are attacking this caravan. Mm -hmm. How about thee? <laughs> okay. 
Right. Um, so and the, uh, maybe there was like an avalanche or something that separated you from the party. Or like there's a through. spell went off or yeah. Yeah. So you, some something happens that separated you from from everyone else. Baleful te- uh, teleport. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the, um, and and for to... uh, Seamus, how is it that you ended up disappearing before you ended up coming here? Uh, like many on the green planet, you struggle to make your way in a world with scarce resources, while many Venusians lived in squalor, numerous sick seeing corrupt merchants being carried through the streets in luxury litters. Your natural gifts lend themselves to redistributing ill-gotten gains of the elite. One day, you pick the wrong right pocket and end up inviting the crew of a group of sky products. For years, you fly the skyway, flying out the crowds to take down a fat merchant ship. But one day, your ship entered a terrible storm. You lost many crew, and the ship went down. When you're awake, you find yourself in Rubicon right. 4. But instead of being Venusian, you're, you're, sorry, instead of Venusian, though, you're a dark elf. I yeah, I'm more of dark elf. Dark elf. Silver dragon. Yeah. dragon, but also looking for my, but also looking for my uncle. Yes, who you heard is here. Yep. At least someone with the same name as him is here. <laughs> it's probably the right his hand other man sister. of Zenda Bliss. Yeah, pre- yeah seriously, it's probably one of my aunts. That's do you just... want? Do you want to ask the 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 Takali about him at all? I will ask. Yes, I will ask. Describe this Blackhawk character. All right. So uh, they'll tell you. Um, oh, he's he's uh, Zenda's administrative assistant. Uh, and he he helped make her business profitable because he knows he has well good business sense, shady business sense, more like it. I mean, he did That's start right. Captain's Quarters, the yeah, the lingerie it. bakery. So the sexy bakery, yes. <laughs> so, um, huh. well, he Zenda found him in a shipwreck on this planet. And, uh, well, she was going to salvage the shipwreck, but she found him with a ruined arm. She she built him a new arm. So and huh. uh, he was he, he was paying her back by working for her, I guess. But then again, he gets he gets his own share of some of the money, too. I would have to see this. Maybe he's I'm decided driven. he likes it on. He said he just he likes it on Rubicon now. He's been driven mad by math. Dri- yeah, driven mad. Must be magic or some sort of spell cast. He's under a dark spell. Dark spell from Loth. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the um uh the Takali. See. Oh, like that's wait room thirteen. That's where we're at. All right. Um. So you you guys all have your sudden memories of how you got here. Uh, blood back to your minds. Uh, one of the the one of the things that's more flashy is, and it's different for each of you. But some of you get like you see someone, and then you see a sudden blue flash, and then you're stunned. Uh, you uh, uh, others might have been wandering through the desert until they passed out, uh, and were eventually put onto a, a floating cart thing by uh, scavengers. Uh, but regardless of how it happened, part of the other memories that begin to flood back is being healed up, being fed, uh, fed and and get given uh, liquids intravenously and stuff, drifting in and out of consciousness. One of the things that you remember being receiving was a green 
a, a green potion that um it the potion did a couple of things one is it made it so that you could speak and understand the rubiconian language Tongues. and the other <laughs> the other thing that it did is it it caused short term memory loss so but now that yeah. now that you've uh kind it's of been reminded back. of how you got you may have gotten here it it, it suddenly it, uh jogged your memory Oh, by the way, I'm busy. This is Rizzy. This is Fizzy. This is Tizzy. I'm Babs. Says the uh, <laughs> last one. Babs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know your character's name, but I look at you, <laughs> Paloma. Yes. Can you still locate the minds of the others? I don't believe so. I need to be able to see them in order to speak with them. They're too far. Yeah, there, there's a higher there's a higher level telepathy ability that lets you like reach out to people that are mm. further further away. But perhaps rather than sending them telepathy. wandering where they could be punished, maybe you all should stay here and continue your work for the time being. In the event that we fail, you will not be well, punished. We, we have other things here we can help. How about this? Uh, they they have tool they have toolkits, uh, and uh, those of you that either have scoundrel or engineer or something like that can use these toolkits either for crafting <laughs> or for lockpicks or th or things like that. Oh, now there are six sets of tools, and there are five uh, Takali. The Takali would like to each keep them. But yeah. that's there's still one redundant set of tools if anyone wants them. I think Seamus. Seamus. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's also various <laughs> weapons. There's various weapons on the workbenches as well. Um, so there are three recently repaired mining lasers, three shock rods, a laser pistol, which to 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 the um to to the, the soldier. That thing is like an antique. Mm. Like that's something that's like the, the weapons like that are like from histories that are thousands of years old. Because what this thing is is it's basically like a 1700s era pistol, but it shoots laser instead of musket ball. So you mm. shoot it, and then you have to like recharge it for several turns before it's got a little crank it. on it that you just now, <laughs> yeah. Now it, it would be an effective side side arm for you to use considering the way that your regular weapon works is kind of yep. like that anyway. You can't risk the 360 no scope. <laughs> but uh, another weapon you see is it uh, seems to be a crossbow, but it has no string and instead has like these like magnetic looking uh, balls on the end of the crossbow bow there is a um another electro whip there is a sword that looks very cool uh Ooh, a very cool I will look at a cool sword <laughs> so uh each of i would have Seamus and uh, amber each roll a d6 right six what did Seamus get like oh Seamus. six is high six is higher <gasps> it is a broad sword yes um there is also a very antique looking gun. It is a revolver pistol. Um, 
It, 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 it is a it is a Colt revolver. Gunslinger Seamus. <laughs> I know. Wanted. Uh, so there, there's a Colt revolver. There's also a broken guard bot and heaps of other broken weapons. There is a chemical bench, a chem, a chemistry bench where there are two uh what what the uh soldier will recognize are two basic med packs. Each med pack has five doses of healing in it. Uh and this is basically a gel. The way that the healing kit these heal kit things work is think of like a ketchup packet, but you slap it onto an injury and smear the stuff and it cleanses the wound heals it acts like almost like a second skin that seals it shut and disinfects it simultaneously while also heal actively healing so it stings but it 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 gets the job done and and heals you up right so this is like what would be in a kind of medics kit that you would see on a battlefield um there is also each of you pick one other piece of equipment that your character would have had before you appeared here that you wish that you had that you can have back there's what i don't remember what it is anymore else would i have uh did you wear armor oh yes i would have worn armor yep my armor yeah <laughs> your armor is like... here there is uh uh so uh your your is i imagine it's heavy armor or is it chain mail uh, it's probably more like a it's a medium armor, like a breastplate or something. Okay, cool. So yeah. the the way a medium armor works, like a chain, like a chainmail or a breastplate, is it does instead of a d six uh, a d six of of damage reduction, is a d six minus one. Mm-hmm. But with the helmet, that makes it a d a flat d six. So it gives right. you a d six of protection. The penalties for wearing it are not as severe as heavy armor. You still lose a point of advantage for wearing it. But you don't like like you're not going to sink to the bottom and automatically drown if you fall in the water with it. Yep. You, can, you actually have check. You can make checks to try and swim in it. Uh, <laughs> your penalty, your penalty for stealth is uh, only a minus two and not a penalty die with minus two. So it's uh, not as it's it, it's not as bad as as the heavy armor is. Although for the the heavy armor that the um that the soldier is wearing is made out of some kind of plastic type stuff. And that is not as bad as regular, like medieval. That would be like, yeah, full plate or half plate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it gives the full protection of heavy armor without as much uh, severe penalties. Um, I'm going to put my armor on. All right. So you're putting armor. Everyone turn around. Everyone turn around. (laughs) She's going to put on her armor. Turn your back. All right. I was also going to say, I think that I would just want, um, I, this is probably not mine that I had, but I would want a uniform. Uh, you you did have one. Yes. Uh, now, as a detective, it probably would have included some kind of sidearm. Oh, okay. Uh, if, You're gunning if, now, your badge. You are. Yes, you, exactly. The thing is, you are you are Lunarian. You so I mentioned on the the items on the desk. One of them was a laser pistol. There is also a blaster pistol, but it is your blaster pistol. Perfect. All right. So you have your uniform, including your badge and the the blaster pistol. Um, We'll also get dressed. (laughs) Yes. All right. And then there is um, 
the the soldier was there an item that you were missing that you wanted back i don't probably a sidearm your laser sight <laughs> all right so so you're you want, want a blaster pistol then or yeah. it could be it could be a bandolier grenades Mm, I was thinking about uh, about grenades. I was in a war. Before. Which would you rather have, grenades or the blaster pistol? Grenades. I mean, given the fact that there's the laser pistol sitting there on the table, you could always just use that. But... Yeah, De- right. definitely, definitely grenades. I, I was already right. thinking. So you like... have three. You you get three energy grenades. These do four dice of damage apiece. <laughs> uh, they they do less damage the further you are from the blast center, right? But uh, four die, the four die damage energy grenades. It's a minor action to arm it, major action to throw it. Okay. Um, the laser pistol, if you want that, um, it's uh, I think it's two minor actions to reload it. Just have to double check on the appendix here. Uh, laser pistol, three sorry, three minor actions to recharge it before firing. And that's, it does a D six plus D six plus one with a ten foot range increment. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll take it just because it's uh, nice to sword. have a side pistol. Yeah. Anyway, but the sword, by the way, hold out. the the sword that was picked up by um, Amber. Amber, it is a vibro blade. Uh, so there is a button that you can depress on it. Uh, when the button is pressed, the thing starts making a loud whining noise. So this makes it so that anyone trying to be stealthy has a penalty die because it's so noisy. Mm-hmm. But it ignores two points of protection given by armor or a creature's hide when it's activated. Mm. So against against uh, one of those Daraxians, it would have been pretty helpful. Um, just turn it so off that's, that's the, the Vibro Blade. And then does that also for... have the plus one that the other sword does, or no? Oh uh, yeah, it does. It it <laughs> okay. does the same damage. So it's a d6 plus one, and it ignores two points of protection when it's switched on. When it's switched on, it ignores protection. But if it's not turned on, it just acts like a normal sword. Uh, and right. then, uh, for um, oh, there was another piece of equipment that someone picked up. Oh yeah, the blaster pistol. Uh, that uh, you picked up is it does a d6 plus one damage it has a 20 foot range increment and it has an overheat rating of three this means when you fire it if you roll a two or a three it is overheated if you fire it again it will jam if you don't fire it again if you let it cool for a round then it then it's fine right but um it's it it can overheat but it's it's um that's only if you keep shooting it when you pass when you should be shooting it right okay otherwise you could just shoot it all the time like every turn uh so reloading it is very almost reloading it is not necessary (laughs) um and was there someone else that got a, a new piece of gear that they needed to know how it works nope but chris did who get anything? Oh, do I get? Oh yes, soap? yeah. The the um. So for yeah, what what item are you wanting that you're missing? Um, I, I probably would have like a pistol with some spare ammo. Sure. Like, 
flintlock pistol kind of thing that I'm used to yep, shooting. Absolutely. Ye old flintlock. A, you have a, you do have a ye old flintlock pistol. Um it does a D6 plus one damage, has a 10-foot range increment, and uh it takes two, I think it's two minor actions to reload. Chris, you're folding but you're you're shipping a bottle. The folding bow. Oh, I'm sorry. It's flintlock. <laughs> oh yes, the bow. My I bad. Know. It's a, I don't it's a know flint about lock. That, it's though. two it's three minor actions to reload. Ship. Three minor actions. Yeah, three minor mm. actions to reload it. It's essentially the same as the we also had the, uh, the stone glider too. Uh, with the, 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 uh, crossbow looking thing, is that yes. like a two handed one or is that it a... Is a definitely a two handed weapon? Okay. I yeah. am amazed you know how to use these things. The, the crossbow also has no string or a place to put any arrows in it. Mm. I just ignore all the guns. These things mean nothing to me. And I was like, sore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, any any other things that people want to check out or do while they're here? Okay. Ready to face the evil. Yep. All right. So you want to move on. Um, okay. To the so lab. Would you rather move to the hangar bay, the front exit, or to Zenda's laboratory? I think the laboratory. The lab. We- we know she's hanging out there. We're hunting evil wizards. That's where they uh, hang out. By, by the way, I'm not familiar with like what how how long do we want to go? Um like time wise. Uh, we're at like almost eleven, so maybe another hour or Okay. Like, All yeah. right. I, so yeah. I wasn't sure if half going, hour to an hour. Yeah. Half hour to an hour. Okay, that's fine. All right. So following their instructions, you make your way to a room that um can only be zenda's laboratory uh it i think that's room oh that's the study okay the laboratory all right so the room is filled with the word the the noise you can hear the whirring electrical noises as and smell of industrial chemicals you can notice before you're even in the room there are, as you, uh, you the, the it's not locked, so you're able to open the door. Uh, you can see several 10-foot-wide crystalline cylinders that extend from floor to ceiling. The ceiling in here is 30 feet high. Um, there are electrodes that fan from the tops of the cylinders, and one of the cylinders is more than 10 feet wide. This one is like... 20 feet around and it holds a monstrous beast that is floating inside some sort of purple gel it has wires and tubes connected to the creature lightning is arcing between the electrodes on it on the cylinder that the creature is in the creature seems to be in some sort of suspended animation state uh, and what the creature looks like is it looks vaguely like a lion, except it is its body is covered in blue scales, right? So its its body is covered in like blue reptilian scales, but it otherwise it looks somewhat like a big cat. Um, and uh, there is electricity arcing all through the gel that it's in. Um, there is several other cylinders that have some sort of gel, that same sort of gel in them. And you see there is 
a human female uh that is floating in in this gel as well um and that's what that's what you notice uh, they're, they're, the other two cylinder the other cylinders are empty there's uh two two empty cylinders one with a human female in it one with a um one with the creature inside uh and there is also there's also not... a lot of machinery there's there's a lot of machinery and stuff in the in the room as well there is um there are switches and buttons and things on the wall too in the with the machinery as far as ex entrances and exits to the room, there is a northeastern archway, there is a southeastern door, and then there's the southern door that you guys just came in through. This looks like illithid experiments. Uh, kind of. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it's that's not a bad comparison. So this is, if you guys are coming from the southern door or the su southwestern side of the room, there's essentially two exits out of the room on the eastern side. The all of the all of the the tubes are on the northern wall, along uh, close to the northern wall. The machinery is close to the western wall. I will go to Paloma and ask if they are if she can tell if they're suffering. Oh. All right. Are you going to use your telepathy or? Oh, that would also be actually. Oh. A good thing, but yeah, I don't think I get a sense of their emotional state, right? Uh, that's a different spell. That's uh, that's um, uh, em I think it's called empathy or ESP or something. Uh, okay. the The woman is also um, knocked out. The one who is floating also in a yes, she is unconscious. Uh, but. There is one thing that is uh, that you also have to deal with right now, and that is that electroreception can be overwhelmed oh. by powerful electromagnetic mm -hmm. fields or discharges of electricity. You are essentially this would be like being in a room with deafening noise to you. Like mm. be, just being in this room is uncomfortable. Uh, it, it basically makes it so that your electroreception does not function. While you're in here, because of how overwhelming the electricity coming off of the tube that the creature is in. The electricity is also flowing through wires and stuff all throughout the room. There's all sorts of machinery in here. But that creature, you can t I'll tell you this, with the electroreception, you can tell that that creature is not having electricity shunted into it. It is being pulled out of it. Oh, no. Um. My antennas are just kind of like bristling and I'm. Oh, yeah. She does not look happy. I uh, I look at them and I just say, I don't know. I cannot. I can't hear them. Well, they're either prisoners being subjected to cruelty or they are weapons that will be used to put cruelty upon others. Perhaps we should remove them. Can I, if I go, I assume there's like a computer where like the buttons and stuff are. Uh, yes, there there is a cogitator or some some kind of computer or something. Yeah, can I name. can I get a sense of how to use it if there's a way to kind your, of? Your character is actually quite familiar with this. Yeah, stuff so but you understand these runes and glyphs. 
<laughs> do not understand. Yeah. But uh, it's more, can I get a sense of um, the state the creatures are in and how to maybe decant them? <laughs> yes, decant. Yeah, That's so word. go ahead. And what are your careers again? Uh, I have detective, scholar, psionicist, and mystic. Scholar would be the one. Uh, scholar and savvy check, please. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend a fortune point on this one, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a 10 success. Okay. So you know how to use the machine and to scan the vitals and stuff of the creatures. They are in good, according to the machine, they are in good health. Uh, they are the 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 creature that its listed name is Electrylon. The Electrylon, uh, its energy output capacity is set at ninety percent. Um, and it has like there's like a dial that can be adjusted. Uh, and then to the other one, it says human human female Terra. Uh, human female soul system 1936 on it soul system 1936 local time 1936 sol okay. not not sol it's sol's soul system oh that, that makes more sense <laughs> like, huh. Like, huh. that makes more sense okay so i can turn the electricity dialed down all right so you are you you turn down it what percentage do you turn it down to i will start at 50 to see what it does okay turn it down as, as you are turning it down the creature um the creature begins uh it's it's it begins moving a little bit. Its eyes begin to twitch a little, like it's 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 dreaming or something. But it's it's having like a a restless sleep. It mm -hmm. seems like it might awaken. Are we sure about this? Do you just crank it up all the way? I will ready my sword and shield, but like grimly, and I I will say I'm sure. I don't want to hurt it. I don't either. Uh, when I it will not be hostile. When I turn it down to 50%, uh, does the electromagnetism that is affecting me also go down a bit? Oh, it definitely does. When you turn that down, uh, you you can, it's like it's like being able to hear again after someone stops shouting, like or someone stops using a jackhammer next to you, you can finally hear again. Like the jackhammering has just gotten a lot less loud for you. Keep going slowly, and perhaps if it awakens, you'll be able to speak to it. I will do that. I will turn it down another 15% and see if I... So you turn it down to... Uh, you had it at 15. You turn it down to 35. It is starting to stir. Uh, by the way, you did notice that the one for the the one for the human female soul system, there is a, there is a button that, that you could do this for either one. That there is a, a an option that says decant on it oh. as well. Hmm. 
I like the waking it up slowly, though. It might give you a chance to speak to it before it's just kind of spilled out and startled and afraid. I mean, we could also decant the woman completely, too. She's not. I don't know if she's safer if we decant her after we know if this creature is going to burst out and be hostile. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. After like if this creature is going to burst out and start attacking one, she's probably safer in the tube while we deal with it. Oh, that's why I was thinking of getting her out first. Yeah. Meanwhile, what is Seamus doing? He's like, I'm pushing buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Is there another computer that pe- that people aren't paying attention to? No. Um, no. The southern the southern right end of the room has a similar looking machine along the wall. <laughs> Don't find nobody. <laughs> you want to go mess with it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. So this machine, the one on the southern wall. It's, now I mentioned there's wires and cables. And Shen stuff, just stops and, and him from touching the red. There's wires and, and like... ca- there's wires. Most of the machinery has wires and cables that range from being like the standard width of a piece of wire to being like this as thick as a pinky. Okay, the machine on the southern wall has two wrist thick ca- cables coming up from it to the ceiling that are spanning out across. Uh, not just out of the room, like through every exit to the room, uh, these uh, wrist thick, uh, me- solid metal cables uh, are go going uh, spreading out from that southern uh, cogitator machine. So they look at ports. Yes, <laughs> they they sure do. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what this is, but it looks important. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I'm curious what Shen is doing. <laughs> Shen. <laughs> uh, Shen is probably paying attention. He's <laughs> going to be uh, also kind of readying himself to uh, if this uh, electro line thing bursts out of the. So you're the you're two. paying attention. You're keeping an eye on the electro lion, not the doors, not the true threat, which not, is not Seamus exits from the room. Yep. Okay. Uh, and Paloma is messing with the machine. Amber, are you just watching over Paloma's shoulder, or are you doing something else? I'm actually also watching the electro lion and the woman. I'm mostly paying attention to them. Okay. So, mean. So, um, Seamus, have at it. What do you want to do? Uh, there. The, the 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 screen that is up says um electrical output control con- control currently operating at and it said the screen says uh 35% efficiency brownouts imminent nice <laughs> yeah. i i have no i have no idea what any of that means like i understand mm-hmm. 35% I don't know what thirty five percent of this time. You, you, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things where, like, I feel like if we, because as far as I know, we do not want that thing to think to 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 wake up. So we just destroy the power source. We'll be fine, <laughs> right? Do we you know what, to wake your it character? Up. Does your character know what electricity is when it comes to machinery, or is your planet like more steampunk 
level technology. It's pretty much like, I mean, I would imagine it's like D&D, a little bit of steampunk in there too as well. So elemental powered ships. Yeah. So, yeah. so this might Ever be on. a little, this Ever bit on. of understanding might be a little bit about outside of your understanding of. Oh yeah. How they say work. lightning, you know, yeah. this is wizard stuff. All right. So uh, do you want to, ch- do you want to turn any dials or push any buttons or? Oh Yeah. All, All right. Which, which do you want to increase the increase the efficiency or decrease oh, no. the efficiency? I want to decrease it. That sounds like the best thing to do in the situation because if it's increasing, we're probably making things okay. better for that. How creature. how how far to the left do you turn the dial? It's currently at thirty. Well, let's start our way down and we'll work our way there. So probably about ten percent. The All dial right. just jumps you to twenty five. You get like, halfway. <laughs> you get halfway to ten percent. I mean, you turn it the whole ten. But when it gets about 10 halfway, the lights flicker, uh, which the other rooms, the lights are going out. But this room, the lights are flickering because this is the closest to the source of the electricity. Uh, But lights are flickering and uh, the creature's eyes open and it immediately uh, teleports. Its body turns into pure electricity. And it zips its way. It, it teleports across the room right through. Um, Shen, where, how close are you standing in re- reference to the, the creature's tube? Uh, so I'm guessing like uh, up. I'm probably I'm guessing the creature's tube is like right at the top above the six in mm-hmm. the room. I'm yep. probably standing right in that middle square. And uh, so, like dead in center the of the <laughs> dead center. And, yep. And uh, Amber, where would you be standing in reference? I'm standing. To that? Um. So if Paloma is operating the control panel, I'm just standing beside her, like ready to guard her against oh, the creature okay. if so it comes out. That's the western wall. So you you two uh, are not in the direct line of fire, but um, uh, Shen is. It oh, opens its eyes. It sees Shen. <laughs> T- turns itself into electricity and turns into a lightning bolt and just shoots across the room at Shen. Hey, that's a spell then, that I know. Then, re- <laughs> then rematerializes. Then it rematerializes on the other side of Shen. All right. And that's going to be what happens that triggers our initiative. All right. So the. Um, where was I? Okay. The creature, um, it does, turns into a bolt of lightning on a 50-foot path and rematerializes on the other side. Okay. All right. So, uh, Shen, you can either make a, you, you can spend a fortune point or make a defense plus flare save to take half damage. Or you can spend two fortune to take none as you hit the deck and completely get out of the way Ah. just in the nick of time. Mm. Uh, I'm going to spend the two fortune. It rolled an 11, by the way, on how much damage it does. Yeah. <laughs> I get the deck. Because I have no flare 
and like it would yeah, just be yeah just be a base roll yeah so you spend you, how much fortune do you have left by the way now that you've spent two i uh so i am at i uh, have zero uh fortune left okay so you hit you pancake on the ground and this lightning bolt shoots right over your head like like it, you were like it goes like eight inches off the ground and you were like six inches flat to the ground Oof. and it goes right over you rematerializes and, and solidifies and we're on initiative all right so oh the difficulty of this initiative check is you need to get a 10 or better to, to to go uh, first and uh, i'm also going to roll something called the trouble die Trouble. It is a three. So trouble, what trouble, I'm doing trouble. is I'm setting I'm setting up a D6 here that has a three showing. Each round, I'm going to roll that down, and when it gets to zero, a surprise happens. Ooh, a surprise! Yes. Right? All so right. we are... All right, so uh, target number 10, uh, if you have hunter or survivalist, that would definitely add here. Um, scientist or scholar will add as well. Uh, alchemist would work. Um, so I, I don't think that I actually, I think that warrior would also work warrior soldier. Right. Oh, right. But I don't, I, the one person who I think is kind of be out in the cold on this is going to be, um, uh, Seamus, who I don't think has any specific nah, initiative. It related th skills right i here. think i just have savvy and that's about it yeah does that still okay so uh roll roll your 2d6 plus savvy and your careers if you've got them and did who beat a 10 i have a 10 well the 10 is uh, 10 goes in the top of the round did anyone else get a 10 uh, I, I got higher than a 10 <laughs> i got a Paloma, talk to it <laughs> all right i'm going to have um since he's the one who triggered this whole business, you feel you feel the hairs on the back of your head stand up straight on end, and every hair on the back of your body is also <laughs> standing on end as the creature uh, it, that is irradiating electricity is standing about ten feet behind you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's not facing you; it's facing away from you. It rematerialized facing Shen. But it is ten feet behind you, irradiating electricity. No, oh. I'm gonna shoot it. No. All right, Not what me. are you shooting it with? My pistol. Cool. It's I will scream. No. Roll to hit. <laughs> Roll to hit. Take a fortune point, uh, Seamus, for uh, for for royally fucking us for initiating a dramatic, interesting sequence. No. <laughs> All right, so I roll two for being a rootin' tootin' old yeehaw. <laughs> yeah, that's what I am. Um, I, the sky they call me has... Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> does Sky Pirate help with the shooting? Uh, so in combat. Uh, careers can help a combat roll, and this can be either hit or damage, once per scene, if you sufficiently explain what it was in your backstory that helped that helped with this. So if 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 we had two people fighting a duel 
And a duelist says, I remember the secret trick that my fencing master taught me. And that gives me the plus two. I get to oh. add my plus two to that. So <laughs> you can, you, so you definitely can add Sky Pirate to this if you could come up with an explanation okay. of why you should be able to add Sky Pirate. Pretty to this. Good. Um, so, so pretty much it would just be like add range then, right? For shooting. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, range plus savvy. Uh, so 11. 11. All right. So uh, it has a defense of one, uh, but uh, the, the, you uh, an 11 will still hit. Uh, so uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Six. Six. And I don't think it has damage reduction. Um... Um, no, it doesn't have any damage reduction. So how much did you do to it? Six. Six. All right. Is there any pluses to damage too? It's a D6 plus one. Plus one, so seven. Okay. It bellow. It, 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 it roars, and you guys can hear it sound when it roars, yeah. it sounds like a mixture of a lion roaring and a modem. Ooh. <laughs> um so it roars, and uh, anyone else going at the top of the round, it's definitely changed its mind about who it's killing next. <laughs> I got a 12. I got a 14. All right. Well, that Ooh. 12, was that a dirty 12? It was a dirty 12, yes. All right, but you still can go. Uh, what do you want to do? The creature has awoken, and it is angry. Well, I not, that you, not that you don't need to be a telepath to know that it's angry. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to move between it and Seamus. I'm going to try and grab Seamus's gun and point it up. And All just... right, you run. So it's you're distant enough that you spend a minor action to run across the room, uh, and uh, you, as your major action, you want to do what? Grab his gun. Yeah, I want to grab his gun and kind of point it up and just say, "No, stop." What's All right, you know, Seamus. Do you, Seamus, Seamus? Are you allowing this? Doing this to you? Do you allow her to do this, or do you make her roll to try and do it? No, I'll, I'll let her do it. Like what? You... So you, you, you. No, you have, you have just, you have hoisted up his one-shot pistol that has just fired. You don't know that this? it only has one shot. You're used to weapons that are, are, are much more with lasers. <laughs> But uh, I'm kind of like yelling at the the creature, like we're we're here to help you and stop the people who did this to you. But I want to see if it's intelligent or not. I don't actually know. Um, how would you discern its intelligence? Oh, I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking to it to see if it. Responds. Okay, it does not respond verbally. Um, well, other than roaring with a, the weird modem sound, but um. <laughs> That was uh was did someone else beat the ten? Yeah. I did. Uh, yep. All right. So um, what would you do? What would I do? So I kind of just like lightning bolted at me. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm gonna try to put distance away from it. Okay. Well, that's not too hard to do because it went past you and is on the southern side of the yeah. room now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of just like back uh, go towards its tank to the north of the room. 
All right. Uh, are you using the tank as cover or something, or? Because uh, ta- the tank is round, so you can use it as cover to to peek around if you want. Yeah, sure. Why not? Don't want to. Uh, don't want to. I want to so, get uh, other than much... positioning yourself, which that's just a minor action to do. What is there anything else you wanted to do? Uh, I guess I will. Can I hold my major action to see if it's still hostile? Uh, sure. Is the is it <laughs> usually when you do a hold, held action, there's a cause and effect. So, what is the cause and the effect? If it continues uh, to attack, so if it if it act- okay, if it attacks, if it's about to attack someone, you shoot it. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, anyone else before the creature goes? All right. The creature will go. Uh, it's. Electro thing re- recharges whenever it rolls a one on a D fix. Oh my gosh, it just did. <laughs> oh boy. Santa. And uh two of you are standing right next to each other. Uh so it's going events. to it's oh, God. Going, it, it is it, it is going to zort through you. However, you can see um Shen, you can see that it's rearing up and getting ready to transform and shoot, mm-hmm. and you have your weapon already trained on it. Do you want to fire? It's going yeah. to it's going to attack someone. It's 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 ready yeah. to pounce. Yeah, because I didn't get hit by it, but that was something that I you don't want to get hit by. No, you 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 that that would probably kill someone. So yeah. All right, go ahead and roll your um roll your to hit. That is, uh, I got an eleven. To hit. That is enough to hit. Uh, you only needed a ten. It has okay. a defense of one. So go ahead and roll the damage. And remember, it's three d six plus one. Keep the two highest dice. Yep. Uh, that I got. Uh, 10 damage. Well, you also yeah. got its full attention. Yep. Um, it is not dead. That hurt the heck out of it, though. Yep. It, That's why. <laughs> it, it's, it rears up, is about to zort through the two of them, and instead comes at you, because it's still uh, facing. Boy. It was facing you anyway. Yep. It got annoyingly hit in the back but then you hit it and hurt the heck out of it yep so it then charges you turns into a bolt of lightning and comes right at you it's a good thing i took cover behind this thing it it's gonna hit you for seven points of electrical damage uh you have you don't have any fortune left to spend nope unfortunately so that does leave you the option of rolling your save so this is defense plus flare and you have to get an 11 or better. We also have a reroll. If you what want about to, your armor? If you want to use that. I believe the reroll was used. Points. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yep, it I wasn't. saved it. That's right. If you want to use it for two fortune points, we also have that. Well, uh, will your armor absorb, soak some of that damage? Yeah, it will. It will. Hmm. We do have many packs. <laughs> we have many packs. I now. true. I did pick those up. I did write those down. Yep. And it, Be- it's better that it rolled a seven instead of an 11. On the yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I will, I will try to uh, get out of the way of that. Okay. 
defend against that. So it's just going to be a flat roll for me. Mm -hmm. That is a seven on a flat roll. Ooh. So unfortunately, that's a failed save. So that would that would be seven damage, but you do get to roll your d6 plus one to reduce it. All right. Okay. I reduce five of that damage. All right. Yes. So you take two as you you roll as you see it coming towards you. You roll and get sh- shocked, but it's only like half of your body is shocked mm. as you roll out <laughs> of the way, and the creature rematerializes. Um. Okay. So then at the bottom of the round, I think that's only one of you left. Yay. I, so I, I don't know if I'm picturing the positioning all wrong and stuff, but is the creature somewhere in the like southeastern quadrant? No, no, no. It's now in the northern end of the room because it mm-hmm. had it had teleported to the southern end of the room, then got shot from the northern end of the room and then just and it went north and the then it northern, went back through Shen. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It went right gotcha. right up to the wall of where Shen was uh, standing or uh, or crouching before. The uh that top uh right-hand corner thing, is that a doorway that is open or is it an arch? What is that? It's an arch. It's an arch. Hmm. I am going to get really bright and shiny and I'm going to uh run toward the creature. And just be like, creature, hey, creature, follow me. <laughs> and I'm right. going to run through this arch. I want it to get out of this room. Run to freedom, creature. All right, so you're going to move, move into the arch in the north, northern, uh, the northeastern exit. Yep, um, being shiny, trying to get it to realize that it's not trapped in this room and it can come through this arch. <laughs> All right, for, roll me a flare check. Uh, and you can add... Uh, I'm going to say warrior to this because you're trying to get the creature's attention through like hey. call, essentially calling out a challenge almost to it. So well, I rolled snake eyes. <laughs> it's going to eat me. Are you sure? Are you sure that you don't want to use that reroll yet? Um, uh, I, yeah, I rolled two of them. So far. I will use the reroll on this one. Okay. <laughs> yep. That was a real bad roll. Okay. Uh. Mm. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine exactly. Okay. Um, all right. The the creature doesn't have that high of a savvy, so it, it might actually just uh fall for this. Creature. So you you are trying to lure it to follow you into rooms into the next room. Through the archway. Yep. Don't know what's there, but hopefully it's bad guys and they can fight this creature. <laughs> yes. Watch it be innocent. You, you go into that room. And there, you see a dark elf go, what the, what? Oh, in <laughs> it's going to come over here. There's a, there's a, there's a dark like elf sitting at a desk with a cogitator on it. Like doing, he was like doing some kind of math w- problems or something. And he uh, sees you go, he sees uh. you running up as like this way creature. And he's like, what, what in thunder? All right, so I'm gonna get, like let you see that next that that next room because you're actually like right up to it, like looking into it. So, <laughs> all, right. all right, and so that's room twenty is where you're heading into, right? And so the guy yep, that's excellent. working at the the guy working at the desk, 
aka Uncle Black. What was it? I'm like, Uncle this is Seamus's uncle. <laughs> uncle Blackhawk <laughs> is like working there at the desk. He's like, what the? All right. And um, right. you get back. You get you get back in there. Zenda. Zenda. He's like pushing a thing on the on the oh, desk. He's like, there's a button on the desk and he's talking to the button going, Zenda. It's it's awake. We have a problem here. All right. Um okay, and that puts us on a new initiative, I believe. <laughs> you have a problem. We have a solution. Docking let the creature mall black hawk. <laughs> I know that wasn't really my uncle. He's doing math. You're like, my uncle can't add. <laughs> so everyone roll your initiative. Again, you need a 10 or better. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I I just made a ten this time. I, I got, got thirteen. Oh, boy. Ten. Ooh. Oh, we're all above the initiative. I got hey! all right. Yay, group! <laughs> yay for accidental group initiative. All right. So, in that case, let's start with the person who's close who who finished last round. So, Amber, you're glowing. You're you, there is a dark elf in front of you who's like calling on this. You don't know what he's talking on some kind of machine. Uh, he and he gets up and he is reaching down to his side. I am. I want the creature to maul the dark elf. <laughs> How do I accomplish this? I mean, uh, creature is chasing me. He's gonna shoot something or someone. So, yep. I think I am going to run straight at him and like vault over the desk and try to just like duck on the side of the desk down. So the, when the creature comes hurtling around, over the desk. <laughs> yeah. And um, like you, you get for you will earn fortune for trying cool things. It doesn't matter if the roll succeeds. It's just for trying to do something cool. You get a fortune. Yep. So, running, running yep. hell bent for leather. I'm gonna vault over the desk <laughs> and just dive onto the other side and hopefully when the creature like rounds it'll just see the dark elf that's my plan <laughs> okay so you, you you're gonna vault the desk give me a hopefully daring it check hates it more D- than daring hates plus warrior i think would be fine for vaulting all the right. desk all right yeah that's gonna do it that's a 12 so you vault over the desk with <laughs> the the hope that the creature will only see the dark elf there and not you that only took you a minor action did you want to save the major for anything uh, you know, can I ready the major? Or something? Yes. Yep. If I get the creature in the, so if the creature comes into the room, um, and attacks the dark elf or attacks me, either way, uh, once it attacks something, I will, um, I'm going to expend my, uh, oh, actually hmm. only if the creature comes into the dark room before my companions, basically, if there's an opportunity where the creature and the dark elf are alone in this room, I will expend my flare to blind them both. Awesome. If my companions Very get in the cool. way, I will not. <laughs> Very good. All right. So, and you can always sacrifice an action to parry or something like that or dodge if you need it. Okay. All right. So, because you haven't used it yet. All right. So, um, then uh, let's go with, whoops. Oh, I minimized the thing. I'm like, how how can I not see everyone? All right. So, uh, let's go next to Shen. All right. So, you are just uh, you. You've rolled over from where the creature had just tried to zap you, um, and you see mm-hmm. that it, it, it is looking into the next room, uh, where apparently Amber has tried to lure it to follow her. 
Hmm. I got these really awesome energy grenades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going into there's a, a there's a woman time's in a tube. Be careful. Time's running. Time's running low. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the lion is just in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is. Ooh. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to lob a energy grenade <laughs> underneath <laughs> grenade <laughs> underneath the, the lion. That that sounds like a good plan to me. Uh, remember, with grenades, it, it, it close counts. So you don't have to get <laughs> a dead on get hit. Close enough. Yep. So a mi- you you spend a minor action to arm the grenade and a major action to you you not so much throw it more like roll it on the yep. ground so that it will stop like you're playing bocce for life. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> so it'll just stop. Life. The deadliest <laughs> well, bocce game ever. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. So you want it to roll but come to a stop at just the right spot. Yep. Uh <laughs> so this is going to be uh Throw, hu- hucking a grenade is normally might plus range, but since you're trying to just delicately nuance it in the exact spot, I'm going to say it's going to be savvy plus ranged here. Okay. Which is, I think, okay for you as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, could I get my soldier to this as well? Once per combat scene. I, I think, think this... Yet. I have not. So you may, I think uh, th- this that's will... also something you can choose to invoke after the fact. So if you, oh, if you know, oh, I need to succeed. I, I need, need two more to go. succeed, and I have a two okay. soldier. All right. right. So we'll see. I, mm-hmm. I got a four right now. Like I'm rolling good. If you need to use it, it's going to be like not as expected. Like I am invoking soldier, but it's not anything I learned in war or combat. It was hanging out with the boys on the base playing bocce. (laughs) (laughs) I know I can do this. So it's it's, it's hilarious. I love it. It's 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 levels of street urchin from when I was a kid and went to Chuck E. Cheese and played skee ball. (laughs) I I hit an eleven. Oh yeah. From a rat. (laughs) It goes off exactly. Under the creature's stomach, <laughs> and no one is next to it either. Ooh, That's this. the other nice thing about this is no one. Uh, you're actually you are closest to the creature, but I yep. assume, I assume that you rolled further so that you didn't weren't adjacent <laughs> to the grenade blast. Yeah, so you, you moved out of the blast zone and then rolled the grenade as you were moving. I, I uh, also have some tubes to hide behind as well. Yes. Yes. Uh, go ahead and give me. Uh, oh wait, you you did roll. So roll forty six. That's how much damage it does, and the creature is going to be right at the spot uh, where it, it's going to hit. Um, roll low damage. I got nine damage, but out of with forty six. All right. So, all right. So that's 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 not bad. It mm. does get a defense check, right? Mm. So, um, oh, whoops. I, I'm looking at the wrong defense check thing. I want the one for explosives. Okay, evading explosions. 
All right. It gets to make a savvy plus defense check. Uh, if it it requires a demanding result to get away from the the essentially because the blast radius is directly under it, it needs to get a a a, a really high result to fully clear the blast radius. So it needs to get a fifteen or better. Oh, if it if it's going to fully clear the blast radius, which it it it, it again close is close, it, it counts. So it could get out somewhat out of the blast radius without getting fully clear. It rolled an eight, and it has a savvy of zero and a defensive one. Part of so me it wanted total, it to. It got a total of ten, which is a tricky result, which means that it manages to get five feet away before the thing blows up. Actually, you know what? This is an animal. It doesn't know that that's going to hurt it. Mm. So I'm not even going to. It just takes the full damage. It's just like so, what? Boom! Exactly. What is that? It, 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 if it knew, if it had a reason to know to go away from that, I'd say it it, it would move five feet away. But I, I don't see why the the creature would even know that that's dangerous. So yeah. it, it just thinks, "Ha, you missed me!" And then yeah. it blows up. Uh, you did nine to it. Nine. Okay. No. Uh, that puts it tortured like held hostage. Oh man, is it mad? <laughs> is it alive? It is still alive. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, uh, it it has taken twenty six damage so far, and it Holy is still shit. alive. It is the size of it is like the size of a horse. Man, like, I want to tame this thing. <laughs> uh, the chances of that now are next to zero. I can heal it. Like, <laughs> going to I nice can to heal it. it. <laughs> um, it is very upset. Um. And okay, so next is let's go with Chris. Uh, so um, reloading. Yeah. So Seamus. Uh, so you have a, you have a flintlock. Are you going to do a try and quick reload, or are you going to just spend two actions to reload it automatically? You know, yeah, two I'm gonna do... of the way. Well, is it like if I do a quick load, is that going to affect the damage? Quick load. The, uh... So no. Quick load takes a minor action, and it's a, a thing of you roll, and if you fail, you get zero reload actions accomplished. But if you succeed, you get two accomplished. It's risking it for the biscuit. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's try to do that. So you can add ranged plus savvy. I don't think you have. I'll let you add pirate to this check. Actually, yeah. I'll let you add. Yar. Two plus three, four, six, eleven. Oh, so fifteen. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you have two reload actions finished. Uh, you have a major action left, which you can use either to finish the reload; it just it automatically is reloaded, or you can finish the reload and attack with minus two to hit because you're splitting your action. But nah, the reload do... action is automatic, so you don't need yeah, to roll for that part. Just yeah, I'm just going to reload. Yeah, because I want to. All right, sure you I'm finish at... it. You finish the reload. Your your gun is fully reloaded. Uh, that leaves us, I believe, am with Amber is the no Amber. Did yep, you dive over the dust yep, already do... this turn? Yep, that was my. All right, so Pal oh, sorry, Paloma. Then it's Paloma's turn. Ah, he's angry. He's angry, and he's angry because he's going to die soon. Um. He... He is horribly wounded. 
I want to heal gonna, him. I'm gonna I open. Can... I'm gonna open the door. <laughs> you which can door? come out, buddy. Which 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 door? Uh, the door that we came in. Well, the okay, the southern door, the, the southwestern well, the, door. But isn't he in the north? He's. Yeah. It's in the northern part of the. It's in the northern quadrant of the room. Yes. Did we? Okay, but like the the what's it called the. The Takali aren't in the next room, right? No, no. The no, Takali, no. you the Takali are they're in the, the Takali are in like room 14. Like they they like they they're somewhere between the 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 room that they were in, the machine shop, at the they're in the supply room is where they're gotcha. At. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the door. Um with my keen hearing, did I also hear um the uncle call for Zen? For call for Zenda that they have a problem. Yes, uh, you have keen hearing. Yes. Uh, I, I'm not even going to make you roll. Yes, you heard that. Okay. I uh, yeah, I want to open the door and just get a sense of someone coming. Yeah. Sure. And also no, kind of no. make room for like the creature to leave. Maybe. And you're in the southwestern corner of the room, though. Uh, yeah. The, I will say this that. Remember how before I said that it was like we're being in a room with a jackhammer, your electro reception. Yes. Right now, it's like having a jackhammer right next to your head. Fair. It's, that, it's because of yeah. how much electricity that creature is putting off. Being on the far end of the room from the creature makes it less horrifying, but it is still bad. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I'm still going to open the door to kind of make way for it to leave if it wants to, and then maybe I'll get a sense once it leaves. Okay. So um, then I think that's the full top of the round. The mid round, two things are going to happen. Uh, one is I rolled the I rolled the surprise oh, die down to a two. Ooh. And the other thing is that, um, well, three things are going to happen. I rolled the, the surprise die down. Uh, the Electrylon um, tries to kill... Shen, uh, I'm gonna roll a D6. You just keep bringing it back to you, man. I'm gonna roll a D6 for its uh, electro ability. Uh, oh gosh, it was it was on a one, and it was like rolling and rolling and about to fall and land on a one, and then it like turned and landed on a four. So, oh, yeah. I'm like so, half voting for this creature. I'm like, it's funny is I, it, I, I would allow so if someone <laughs> wanted if it's if it's electric ability recharged and you guys wanted to use a reroll for that 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 would be a fair use of it. <laughs> right. Like please don't kill us all. <laughs> all right, so it is instead going to try and pounce on you with its claws. All right, so all right. Uh, and it's going to attack twice with each or attack with each claw once. So it's two attacks. It's a vicious displacer piece. Uh, it gets. It's beast. not really a displacer beast. Lightning dragon displacer beast. Yeah, it got a seven. It's a blue dragon lion. It, it rolled a seven plus two is a nine. What is your defense? That spell is off, by the way. It is it, yep. it no longer turned on. Uh, I have a defense of zero. Ooh, so a nine hits. Uh, the oh, good man. news is for you is this is this counts as like a melee attack. You can so you can choose to yield advantage. Try to parry or take the damage. Mm -hmm. uh, now, can I dodge under my combat style boxing? Yes. It says I've mastered the dodge maneuver. 
Oh, I did not know that. You have the you have the boxing uh boxing fighting style with the yep. dodge maneuver mastered. Okay. So, uh yes, you can use dodge and you the way the, because you have dodge mastered, it gives you one free dodge per round. Mm-hmm. So even though you've used your full round of actions, you still can dodge. You can dodge twice. So, <laughs> So you dodge the first attack, and now your your defense, instead of needing a 9 to hit you, it needs a 11 to hit you, but that's going to get used up on its next attack. But the, the dodge is good for up to two attacks uh, okay. if, you're, if you're using this initiative system. The regular rules initiative has, like, phases of the round, and in that one, dodge works for that phase. This one, it works for two attacks, because we don't do phases. All right. That time it it's it's claws at you and misses. So you manage to like roll out of the way as its claws its claws are tearing into the ground. By the way, the floor in here is not the same as the other places where it's like that f- red flagstone. Here it's like linoleum. <laughs> and it's like tearing up this linoleum floor you, where where you were um uh, where you were on the ground so it's like raking these big uh, like furrows into the into the floor but it misses you um, oh boy and then the other thing that happens is that uncle black uh, uh uncle blackhawk uh gets he already was up from the desk he is going to say um oh jeez Oh well, uh, I I see you have this well at hand. Uh, uh, take care of it, and he runs to the door. This bastard! He, there, so the door, there's a nor- a door on the northern side of this room. Yep. That he he opens and go and just runs. His his his, his so he leaves the room and just escapes. Is is where he's going. Do I chase him? <laughs> I, I'll point out that Seamus has not noticed that his uncle was nope. in the other room nor the other way around. It, it just hasn't come up. Yep. <laughs> All right. So um, that puts us on a new initiative. Right. Target number of 10. And this should Six. presumably be the last one. Is in. I am below. Okay. Me too. Okay. Well, Shen. I got a twelve. All right, and uh, Seamus. I both I'm below. All right, so that unless you want to spend a fortune, then it's gonna you're gonna go at the bottom. 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 All right. So Sh- Shen. Uh, your grenade has almost finished off the creature, but it is still shockingly on its feet. Okay. And very angrily coming towards you. Yep. Run, be free. It was going to go in the other room and chase the glowing lady, but you changed his mind. <laughs> yeah, with, a, yeah. with an argument like that, how can he refuse? <laughs> I, I seem to keep doing that. All right. Uh, so I am. I do have to reload my big gun. Your big gun. What about your sidearm? I do have my sidearm. Yeah, it's a holdout. The thing's basically on top of you. Just ah. Oh. Yeah. Let me. Let me. Use, I'm gonna uh hit it with my sidearm. All right. The 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 laser pistol. Okay. 
That is an eight. Uh, and uh, unless you are using draw, it's a minor action to draw the weapon. But quick okay. draw is a minor action, and if you succeed, it takes no action. So you can attempt a quick draw if you want. Uh, if you still want to use your minor for something else. Uh, no, I'll just draw it normally right. and, uh, and fire. Then fire. So. Go ahead and roll to hit. So yeah, I got uh, I rolled I rolled an eight, so I got a uh twelve. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh no, an eight's not enough. Oh, but yeah. a twelve is definitely enough. Uh, yeah. you <laughs> no. you shoot it. Go ahead and roll damage to the D six plus one. D six plus one. Uh, five points of damage. Uh, five points of damage. And you shoot it through the eye socket. Aww. Its head rocks. Its head Aww. rocks back it's and it falls. It, it it like it it roars and it's like. It's as if someone unplugged the modem, right? And it's it's started it, it's it's like started out at this high pitched roar, and then it goes deeper and deeper and less and less volume, and then it suddenly Ooh. kind of fizzles out. The sound of its roar, but it it, it slumps to the ground dead. This is Daniel's fault. <laughs> this is all of our fault. That's uh. That was not good. Well, the good the good news is that the surprise die didn't proc. <laughs> hey, we did it before the surprise. <laughs> I am going to chase Captain whenever my turn goes around. My turn yeah, comes. Which around. it was going to proc this round, I believe, was a, the surprise die. So you managed to yeah. finish it off before. So, um, uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, the this very dangerous creature has been vanquished but uh there's currently an office looking or it's a bedroom slash office that um amber is in i'm gonna chase blackhawk there is (laughs) you're gonna chase after i'm uh, chasing blackhawk all right um that sounds like a a, an invitation to run a chase scene to me yes Uh, i will yell uh, too i'll be like blackhawk Get back here and face your kin. Ooh, <laughs> All right. And I'm uh, after meanwhile, that. there's the there's the woman in the there's the woman in the tube in back in room sixteen. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chasing. He heard Blackhawk get back here and face your kin, and he's like, "Uncle." All right. So you're gonna. You're, it sounds like that you 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 two at least are gonna chase after Blackhawk. Um, as for um. The other two of you, what are your plans? <laughs> like, do we let this one out too? You're gonna kill this one <laughs> if it gets out of hand. You're like, I have another grenade. Let her out. <laughs> let, let's see what she can do. This one does not seem as dangerous. Yeah, I think I think that's we, what you think. Yes. I think we leave her for now and until um everything is safe and okay. in the so you begin chasing after Blackhawk. I'm going to use my chase scene chart here. here and go. the way the way this works is those of you that are chasing after him, you guys are the pursuers. He is the quarry. All right. This is an off. This is this chase scene rules mechanic is also from the Tome of Intriguing Options. This is not the one that comes in the regular rule. Oh. So this is okay. an alternate chase scene rules. Oh. Uh, and what I'll have you guys roll is a daring check we don't do initiative chasing so you're going to do a daring yeah it's going to be a daring Mm -hmm. check 
uh, and you can actually add a career to this as well. I think for flat out running, uh, that warrior is fine. And also, um, scoundrel is good for the parkour type thing. Yeah. Uh, so you're chasing after him, uh, go ahead and roll. He gets to roll as well for this. And it's kind of like a contested thing. Oh, I did not do great. I only got a. I got. I got an eight also. Yep. He he rolled an eleven. Dang, he he does. Yeah, he he rolled an eleven. Uh, so with his eleven plus, well, plus two. Um. Oh. Yeah, that's a thirteen. So oh, the question is, is which of you rolled highest? Which which of you rolled highest? I rolled an eight. I mean, was that my... the highest of all of you? Was it I, Yeah, I also had an eight. For real. I think, I think it's just us chasing him. Yeah, we both got eights. All right. So he he gets uh he gets a 13 and you guys got an eight. So he beats you by five, right? Yeah. He beats you by five. So what this means is that you guys have to um he is trying to shake you and this is and he's trying to shake your pursuit by using the winding corridors of this place that, that you're unfamiliar with to make it seem like he went down one way when he went down the other he he like he throws he like throws like a, a can or something or something that mm. makes noise down the hallway and then he turns right and to to see if you'll chase the sound, all right. So what you need to do is make a savvy check, mm, right? Not and savvy. for this one, <laughs> I would I would allow you to add charlatan to it, but not warrior, right? Yeah. So this is a savvy check, uh, to not be shaken off the trail. Nah, Eleven. man, I got four. Nope. Uh, you you definitely uh, are shaken by that. You you I've you start 11. going down the wrong way. Yeet. And uh, what about Seamus? I got 11. Oh. So All right. If, if I'm going down the right way, I say, no, this way. You, you actually do. You you manage to pursue, and then Amber realizes that and follows after Shit. you. So, Amber, <laughs> Amber, you have been shaken once. What that means is that you are one-third of the way out of the chase scene. So okay. you're, you're, you're behind other people, but uh, you guys are still pursuing the quarry. Uh, Gotta catch up. Meanwhile, back in the other room, I you, the other two of you weren't chasing. Were you? You were doing what? Uh, that is up to you. Um, uh, do you want to deal with the woman inside the tube or no? No, uh, we're, we're going to leave her for later. Just, yeah, yeah until can, she's safe. Right? Yeah, I can inform you, Shen, that uh, they went running off, and a third went running off as okay. well. If you did right, want well, to chase, let's do another chase round. Uh, so everyone can roll me another daring check that's chasing. And he, he the number to beat this time is an 11. I'm rolling. I'm, yep. That, yeah. All my good luck. But is, you get, you do get to add dust. warrior to this. You can add warrior to this and you can also add uh, or you could add scoundrel to it. Another eight. Seven. He's too fast. Yikes. Why is he so fast? Well, you go the way this works is it goes off of whichever one of you rolled the highest. So the difference there is it was eleven versus eight. So the difference is three. This means the difficulty to not be shaken is not as severe. 
Uh, this time, he is going to try and shake you by... Uh, he pushes a button on the wall, and uh, the, a trap door opens behind him that you have to leap over. And this is going to be a might check uh, to leap across this chasm that he opens behind him. Uh, so you need to get an, an, a, a 12 or better on a might check. You can add warrior to this. Uh, and I would say to uh, dodge a trap that you can also add scoundrel to it. Nine. I'm going in the hole. <laughs> Eight. You you don't actually fall all the way in. You you are shaken. Uh, You fall in and catch your hands on the on the uh, like. So uh, Amber leaps across and manages to like catch her hands on the other side of the chasm. And then I just grabbed and then Seamus falls in and grabs her feet. <laughs> and looking below you, you can see it's dark. It it, it, it drops down into darkness, <laughs> but you can see some like huge insect type creatures, like that are about three feet long. Uh, these oh, like fuck. green, <laughs> green like seven legged ants or cockroach type Ew. creatures. Mm. Yep, below you. <laughs> I yell out. Captain, come back, you coward! And you're able to scramble. Um, you, you are able to scramble back up to the ledge. Seamus, but climb my body, is, and then I'll climb up. But, but yes, but you're one of you is two thirds of the way out of the chase, and the other is one third of the way out of the chase. And then um, we roll one more check. This time, uh, he is rounding another corner. Uh, hmm. I'm going to switch yeah. my dice out. I'm switching is, my dice. This is going to be a savvy check. Uh, th- this one's going to be a, a savvy check. He is um, knocking over. He, he get, There is a, some motorbike type or hover bikes. There are some hover bikes oh, near nice. the front entrance to the building that he is running to. Uh, and the he goes up to these hover bikes and gets on one to, f- to fly to, to ride out of here but then knocks over, there's like six of them in a row, and he knocks them all over, right? So it's going to be a savvy check to kind of start the hover bike to get after him. I rolled two sixes. Oh, boxcar! All right. Uh, I got a ten. (laughs) All right. All right. With the two sixes, you catch him doing this. So you get up to him. You can, if you want, uh, because you succeeded by so much. Well, you said it was boxcars. That's a mighty yes. success. Yeah. Right? Mighty so, uh, with a mighty success. Hey, I got a mighty success. Oh, did you? I missed it. Whoops. All right. With, with, a, with a mighty success, uh, I'm going to just say that you catch him. Yeah. yeah. So just tackle him off the bike. <laughs> I yeah, know. You, you tackle him off the bike, and he's like, wait. Uh, you're rolling around, and he's like reaching into reaching to his belt to try and grab something. And then Amber is rolling with him, and he looks up and sees that uh, he he looks up and recognizes um, Seamus and says, "Seamus, Captain, <laughs> Captain." <laughs> 
Is that all you have to say to your dear old uncle, Black Hawk? My boy? Surely, sure, surely, uh, we've, uh, surely you have better feelings for me than that. You're doing some awful things. Nah. Pirates! <laughs> I taught you to be a pirate! This is no piracy. There's no pirate honor. <laughs> where's, the, where's the booty? Where's the... Where are the whores, Captain? Where's the what now? Where are the whores, Captain? They come every Wednesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, it is morale <laughs> boosting. <laughs> Zenda Zenda splurges on us. No, uh, he he he's he says, um, look, look, I it wasn't my choice to be here. What would you do if you were given the choice the choice of of man of dying in the mines or manage managing a computer spreadsheet? Or sorry, he said he would have said to you, Manning and Abacus. If you had the choice between Manning and Abacus and uh, and 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 you die and swinging a pickaxe until you died, what would you pick, nephew? Death. He's really a slave to labor or math. <laughs> <laughs> and I Listen, thought you I I never thought that I never had the opportunity before, but I know a way we can escape this place. Come with me. Come with me, and maybe we have a chance out there. I've been on this I've been in this world much longer than you, nephew. I know how to survive here. Now that my arm works again, by the way, you notice that his arm <laughs> is a complete it's a gall his arm is like a golem arm. It's like it's it's a cybernetic arm, but you you wouldn't recognize that technology to you. It's Warforged like arm. <laughs> yeah, it's a warforged like golem arm that he has. Tell him his arm is as fake as his beard. <laughs> he doesn't have a beard. No, he doesn't. I know. You don't have a beard. I see. We're finishing this, and we're finished. You would harm me, nephew. No. So you you actually want to hurt him? Is what you're no. saying? Or? No, I'm saying we're going to finish. Yeah. Finish you this finishes it like you're you're dead to me. I'll never speak to you again. Yeah, I'll never speak to you again. Like you're dead to me. He he says, Listen, listen, nephew, your best I'm your best chance to get out of here. How about you will show us the way? Yeah. I can do that. We have two two roads open to us. We can either take these bikes and ride ride north to High Hill. Or we can take the sand skiff. Again, sand skiff sounds like it can fit refugees. Yeah. Out of the hangar bay. Well, now that this now that the none oh, by the way, it's it's the light in the area is very dim. It's not it, it, like th those magic lights in the ceiling are not working as good anymore. 
I am ninety percent of the illumination. (laughs) Oh yeah, you can see you can see just fine because you're providing light. I forgot about that. (laughs) So, um, yeah, you uh, he will take you to the um, to the sand skiff, which is currently not uh, being worked on by Zendablix at this moment. Um, so you guys are you guys round up the other yeah i was gonna say i'm gonna go back to get the refugees like stay here we'll load them onto the skiff yeah so you guys managed to round up the remaining refugees and uh between uh, it's it's most likely that the clothes that the um synthoid or that um or that uh, Paloma will know how to fly this thing. Uh, so, actually, no, I take it back. The person who's most likely to be able to figure it out is going to be Seamus. Once once he explains how Sky the controls yeah. work, yeah, you, you can figure it out. It's, it's not that different from an airship. The main difference is it can only hover. It only can get about 20 feet off the ground. So he pushes a button on the wall, and the ceiling opens up. Like it just like unhinges and comes apart the ceiling and you can see like little bits of red sand kind of float down. And this is the first time you see the suns, the two red suns overhead uh, beating down from the vermilion sky as uh, you are taking off into the world of Rubicon 4 with these refugees flying to the north. Uh, in in search of the city, the town of High Hill. Meanwhile, Zenda Blix, the uh, the nemesis, <laughs> the Ijaxian sorcerer scientist. Ah, she was herself, this is people. She was herself a Lunarian who was who was banished from Ijax for smuggling Ijax for smuggling Lunarian technology and selling it on Rubicon 4. <gasps> she it, she was away on business. But mm. when she gets back, she co- she rounds up the remaining yeah. she rounds up the remaining uh mercenaries and guards who work for her and says we're going to get my ship back. Bring that traitor here and we'll make them pay for what they've done right so so yes so so as you guys you guys fly off into the sun the the sun that's not the sunset but the suns (laughs) just the sun you guys fly fly to the north and she and you there's like a cut scene where she she says we'll we'll be after them they won't get far uh, and that's the that's where we end this, right? So we'll, we we if we played it again, you you might have a chance to cross paths with Zenda. But one day I will find and defeat this dark mage. <laughs> yes, I'll make her pay for killing the large kitty. <laughs> yeah, she is. I mean, she is a notorious. She I wouldn't say she's notorious. It's not like she's famous on the of the Lunarians, but she is. You know what she's done is considered a pretty serious crime on 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 Ijax, Blasphemy. especially considering that she was sent here essentially as a punishment, and, and then turned into a 
yeah, and turned it into. A, she's basically doing what she was in charge in tr- worse than what she was in trouble for, right? Ah. So, can so, your uncle ever be redeemed? Like we won't. That's tale for another like, time. <laughs> yes. Yes. A real pirate would have started a labor union. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We we are we're, everything is fine. We're, look, I'm making restitution right now. We're we're almost like I'm handing out high union hill. Cards. I can see high <laughs> hill in the distance. <laughs> All, right. All right. Oh boy. Thank you so much for running yep. this, Chris. Oh, yeah. This Thank was awesome. Guys. Thank you guys for having me uh, as your first guest GM. That was kind of a special thing. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the game. The setting, yeah. I know, is kind of gonzo with, like, this fantasy. That's why we picked it. We were like, together. everything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it really is kind of the kitchen. I call it the kitchen sink setting and the, the, world, the world I call the Bermuda Triangle of the Cosmos, right? Oh, like it's perfect. Time, it. space, everything. I like, love that it's a ready-made opportunity to bring in like abandoned characters from like any of your umpteen campaigns. You could like fit <laughs> them in here. <laughs> absolutely. In fact, the um one of the items that's in the Kickstarter that backers can get, uh, or they get, for, it's one of the stretch goals that they w- hit early on was uh, the character pack, and it includes all the characters that we used for this. Right. Uh, but there's, yeah, you could just do just about anything. I think when I ran it, I ran this at KublaCon, and uh, for that adventure, the first, I did it in two sessions for that. Yeah. But in that one, we had a Napoleonic soldier, a 17th century musketeer, so two guys who were like 200 years apart in time that they knew <laughs> that they they were well aware of the fact that you're from the past kind of thing uh we had a uh the synthoid commando was one of the ones that we had we had the Daraxian gladiator was one of one oh, of the cool. other party members so there was a good Daraxian that was with the party as well mm-hmm. um and we had we had the psionic detective was one of the characters and we also had a um um we had the the wind the, the skykin wind dancer was the other one that which is that 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 one is a um sword caster which was one of the things we didn't really discuss that's in the book is it, it's kind of like dueling styles but they use magic as well as fighting maneuvers combined uh with their abilities right so it's it's dueling styles that use magic yeah that one has a little bit of like avatar the last airbender like definitely vibes to it it's got some cool flavor i was looking at that one yeah that that one was uh, that one was really fun at the table as well but everyone's character i thought was fun today uh the um yeah i I, but we had we had a great deal of fun then and it, it went it things went differently but the one thing that definitely happened the same was that someone woke up the Electrilon. I'm like, I really wanted to tame and ride that thing. I was like, ah, oh, come here, kitty. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted it to attack the bad guys. I really wanted to use it Eat somehow. It, there were there there were opportunities, yeah. but they they, they got. They uh, I, no, I awarded fingers. a fortune point for causing that chaos because I thought it was <laughs> I thought it would add to the fun. Yep. So absolute madness. 
Yeah. And spoilers for the viewers, Amber is a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amber is actually a, dr- a gold Amber dragon. Amber is a that gold is... dragon imprisoned in a human form. Yeah. So she polymorphed, polymorphed into a fire. human. Got, got, got amnesia somehow. And doesn't know how she, she at first doesn't realize she's a dragon. Eventually, over, realizes it. But yeah, she was a character I've played several times. She's pretty cool. She's very hot-headed. She. Ooh, is. I love the name Amber. For like a, for a gold dragon. Yeah, <laughs> and she she has like the amber-colored eyes and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Amber is the color of your energy. <laughs> yes. Huh. Yes. All right. Uh, I guess, Amber, do you want to take us out? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for watching. This is our one shot of honor and intrigue. Uh, Bashman, Chris Wierkowski, has his Kickstarter coming out. I think it's it's already funded, right? But there's only a few Oh, days yeah, it's, it's funded. But we're, we're, we're hitting stretch goals. Gotcha. So it's... Uh, it's it it get ends those back of on the first. It, so it ends August first at, at three thirty, I think, Western on uh, Pacific time. So that would be, uh, yeah. So six thirty, I think, Eastern is when it ends uh, on the first. So I think that's Tuesday. August first. Yes, yep. that is Tuesday. So if you want to check it out, check out the Kickstarter. We'll have the link either in our YouTube and in our social media. Um, other than that, I think we'll be back tomorrow for RuneQuest as well at 7 p.m.-ish. Um, if you want to reach out to us, we are on Twitter, Instagram. We have an email for dmsafterdark at gmail.com. Um, that is all of them, right? And then we yep. need to uh, stay something. Stay unionized. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure your pirate ship is a union pirate ship. <laughs> Don't answer, uh, make sure you do your research and don't answer every job that you get a flyer to. Yeah, especially don't drink what Zenda Blix offers you as a refreshment during the job. Interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep your memories. All right. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. Good night. Night. <laughs>